0: Connecting to the Real Nerds is so easy. You can go to our website, realnerdspodcast.com. You can like us on Facebook. We have a Twitter account, at Real Nerds. We also have Instagram. You can call us, 720-6nerds5. You want to email us? You can do that too, realnerds at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and enjoy the show.
1: In less than an hour, aircraft from here will join others from around the world. And you will be launching the largest aerial battle in the history of mankind. Mankind, that word should have new meaning for all of us today. We can't be consumed by our petty differences anymore. We will be united in our common interest. Perhaps it's fate that today is the 4th of July. And you will once again be fighting for our freedom. Not from tyranny, oppression or persecution. But from annihilation. We're fighting for our right to live. To exist. And should we win the day. The 4th of July will no longer be known as an American holiday. But as the day when the world declared in one voice, we will not go quietly into the night, we will not vanish without a fight, we're going to live on. We're going to survive. Today, we celebrate our Independence Day.
0: Welcome to Real Nerds Podcast, unofficially the official podcast at Denver Comic-Con 2017 and beyond. I am Ryan. with me this week is... Brad. And... Uh, James? And special guest star... Zach. 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 Eastman. I want you to be more excited. <laughs> Zach Eastman! There you
2: go, that's pretty good.
3: <laughs>
2: I always love when, uh, when that, when that year... <laughs> hey. <laughs> hey, hey, mom, listen to this.
3: He's the real special
2: guest. <laughs> what? Zach. <laughs> fuck.
4: Oh, this is terrible. <laughs>
2: Cheese! 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 Now he's just rubbing his face hey. on it. What, is, what
0: does Donald Duck say?
2: What does Donald Duck say?
0: <laughs> Gimme! Gimme! <laughs> Where, where's Goofy? Goofy. <laughs> <laughs> wow. He has a hat, that's right. Do <laughs> <laughs> you know what color his hat is? Green! Green. Good job! Nicely buddy. done. Yeah. Kids getting smart. My kid's a genius. He's only 22 months old and he knows what color Goofy's hat is. Yeah. (laughs) And how to to say fuck. (laughs) James doesn't. James is colorblind.
2: Yeah. (laughs) I can literally hear my mom from here yelling, Yeah, where do you think he learned it from, James?
0: (laughs) Thanks, mom. You Uh, You have a disability. Honestly, I don't know. I don't remember ever saying fuck to him, but damn it. He used to love watching me play Uncharted 4. And every time you know when Uncharted Four, when you're like lining up a jump and you mistime it and you fall and it's horrible when Drake falls his death? I always say, Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> and so that's where he you, got that from. You
2: realize you just said fuck right next to him.
0: Yeah. I it's know.
2: funny though, because he's like he's in a place where he just repeats everything you say. Yeah. Even when you ask him a question or whatever, he just says whatever you said. Mm hmm. You know, like what color is that? What color is his hat? No, no, yeah. no, what color is his hat? Oh green. Right. Yeah, I gotcha. What's Goofy doing?
0: Is he flying?
2: Let's start a podcast <laughs> where Kellen narrates Mickey Mouse episodes. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Anyway, I always love every year when that when that 2017 gets to flip over.
0: Yeah, right? And
2: we get to say something else bombastic about the future.
0: I know. It was cool. Uh, Chris had very nice things to say about us. Yeah. And, and he said that uh, backstage that the moderators go. Uh, they have Claire Kramer. Uh, Buffy alum, and actually has a really fun podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, she is their go-to moderator she does the celebrities she was a moderator for stanley and all you know the really big ones yeah and then he says then it's then it's me and real nerds Aww. podcast says nice um
2: yeah that was good this was a good like we had some serious traction this year so like thank, yeah. thank you to everybody who who came out and said hi and was like hey we we, 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 I know you, um, including Nick who like walked up and had a sign shit. That was cool. Yeah. So if you're listening to Nick, like you're a badass. I felt so bad cause I it wasn't until he like, he walked away that I was like, shit, I would have given that kid a free shirt. Like yeah. I just didn't realize, like he just, he vanished. He, okay. did. he didn't want my autograph. No, he didn't want your autograph. He even <laughs> walked up and was like, is Brad not here? No, he's not. Oh good. Now's the chance. <laughs> um, I, I got to get this shit before he returns.
0: Uh, Ralph Macchio and C. Thomas Howell are very nice men. Oh
2: good. How do they smell?
0: Uh, you know, I, d- <laughs> I didn't... Well, actually, C. We Thomas always, Howell did hug me. We, oh, Ralph Z- Macchio did not.
2: Zach, we always get a report on how the people that Ryan moderates for smell. Well, yeah, uh, no
0: one yeah. has smelt as great as Spike. But. Really? Even Claire Kramer didn't smell as good as Spike? Oh, she smelled great, but... But she didn't smell as great as James no, Marsters. No, James Marsters. It was like the weirdest feeling. I, I I, I don't think I've told a story in five years, so I'll retell it, um, and maybe we have new listeners. Yeah, why not? So the first year at Denver Comic-Con actually had... The, I gotta moderate the biggest panel there, which was James Marsters. He was the biggest star of Denver Comic Con number one. Well oh, that's funny. That's true. Wow. Yeah. Um so I uh I have this thing where I like to meet the people I moderate panels for before I do the panels because I never know what they want to do. Um some people want me to talk a little bit, like Kevin Conroy, the voice of Batman, wanted me to talk to him about the animated series before I opened it up to the floor. And he said, uh, in his really cool voice, it just helps the audience loosen up and come ask me questions. I said, cool. Yeah. Um, no problem. Wait, wait, wait. Batman? Was that you? I know. Um, you know, that was one of the coolest moments too. It says, hi, Kevin. My name is Ryan. It's so nice to meet you. It's nice to meet you, Ryan. It's like, fuck yeah. <laughs> um, but anyways, uh, so I got in the back and Mr. Marsters wasn't there yet. And then he, uh, and the, there's a voice, uh, talent one like voiceover work so they had billy west and uh joe dimaggio like really good voice talent there um and they were going over and that's fine and so when uh mr Marshers got there i i asked uh his handlers i said hey can i just introduce myself to him um i said i just want to see if he wants me to do anything special or any of that jazz and they said, yeah, he doesn't mind. And so I go in there and he's on his iPhone, like Brad is right now, totally disinterested. And I am, I, I, I'm looking at something up for the show, so. <laughs> and I'm just kidding. And so he's on his iPhone and I said, hi, Mr. Marshers. My name's Ryan. I'm your uh, moderator for your panel. And he looked up at me like Spike look, would look at a victim in Buffy. Well, oh, I
2: thought like, you were going to say like he, the way he looked at, 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 Buffy. No. Like he wanted to have sex with
0: No, him. like he's totally pissed. Like had like this look is like, I can't believe you're bothering me. I'm, and you know, am no. I, am I, Head, I'm like, oh fuck, I shouldn't have bothered him. I just wanted to be nice. I, and he and he looks up at me and says, "No, man, we could do whatever you want." Um, you know, if you <laughs> he just had the most intense look, and I was terrified.
2: He just like instantly turned into to like Bill or and or Ted.
0: Yeah, it was no, it was funny because you know the first look he gave me, he he must obviously he was just concentrating on something on his phone. Yeah, and I was like, oh fuck, I fucked up. <laughs> and uh, but then he as soon as he opened his mouth, he was the nicest guy. And he says, no, man, just go out there. We'll open up to the fans. Uh, it's here for, I'm here for the fans. And, uh, he said, you don't mind just introducing me and sitting down. I was like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> I can do that. I can do that. What's your name again, sir? No. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> so we got, uh, so he came out and I went to shake his hand and he grabbed my hand and he pulled himself into me and gave me a hug. And he was so, like, he smelt so good. I was, was, I don't know what he was wearing. I should have asked him. Clothes. I was like, oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> but he was really nice, and he, he was really nice with the fans, and he, he had a great answer. Some uh, girl asked him how he felt about the scene where he raped Buffy, and he had a really, really great response to it. I
2: felt good about it. And thought it was a good choice. And I,
0: I can't remember always what he said, um, but it was really good. Uh, you can go find... I think they videoed him. Yeah. They're all online. So, so I always enjoy those. Uh, my artist face-off went better than James. Yes, it did. Um, you had a really good idea. Your The way you set yours up was good.
2: Um, whereas I, I like had an idea. And then when I got there, like the artists didn't quite know.
0: They were like, well, why don't we do this? Why don't we do that? Yeah. So it just kind of fell well, apart. Well, actually, uh, Todd Nock actually had the idea because when I opened up the panel, I said, you know, we just take suggestions. Uh, my idea would be Spider-Man playing basketball with Mysterio's head. <laughs> and, uh, Todd and Alex really liked it. He's a Spider-Man artist. But I said, uh, but Todd's like, why don't we open it up to the audience and then they can pick it? And, um, I said, yeah, we can do that. And then what I did is I just took, like, six suggestions for a character, six suggestions for uh a uh, setting, and then six suggestions for what they were doing. Yeah. And so then uh Todd brought out uh <laughs> die from Dungeons and Dragons, and whatever he rolled, and so I put numbers on him, yeah. and so he rolled, like, a six, and six was Sherlock Holmes, and then he rolled a four, and that was sci-fi. Yeah. And then he rolled a one, which is, they're trying to solve, and they each picked their own crime. Yeah. But they all had to revolve around John Cena with a cat head. <laughs> and so it was uh it's pretty funny and if some little girl came up with that idea it was pretty funny that's pretty good um yeah so it was, it was lots of fun i had a lot of fun this year cool um
2: yeah it was really good i, I think it was uh it was definitely a fun and fruitful yeah. year so
0: always a good time so maybe we'll go back and i have my own personal spider-man artist i don't know if you guys know this you do uh george jaunty who is an amazing artist uh so he's been at the con for three t- three times. He's been at the con. Oh, no, he's no, been four. four. No, four.
2: He's um, only, he's only I did, the first one year, hit. I didn't
0: ask him to draw me anything. Right. Yeah. The second year, I asked him to draw Gwen Stacy, and he says, oh, it sucks. You can have it for free. The next year. He actually said, did it twice. He did. He did it twice. And then the next year, I asked him, I said, hey, can I get a Green Goblin that's like looking over his shoulder because I have Gwen Stacy on this side? He's like, yeah. And so and he brought it over to me. And I said, cool, man. And I brought it, gave him my credit card. I was like, no, don't charge me. Just give me one of your Blu- rays it's like awesome. <laughs> yeah. This year he drew me a shocker that I have to hang up still. Yeah, it's so cool. And uh I said, cool, thanks, man. I'll be right over uh to pay you. He's like, Nope, it's on me.
4: <laughs> so he's so really good. cool and yeah. he's
0: really nice to us and he loves sitting down with us. Yeah. And he's got a shirt. Yeah. Um, and he has a really fun interview this year. Hopefully you don't have to wait two years for it. No,
2: no, no. And he uh he also so we got to talk to Zach Eastman. <laughs> don't give or me that Zach yet. Howard, sorry, Zach Eastman was not there. We got to talk to Zach Howard again. And I don't uh, know if we should awesome. spoil
0: what we're gonna do
2: with him. I was okay, yeah, all right, sure, good. Should, should we? So you jumped on and said we're not we shouldn't spoil it, so maybe we shouldn't say it. <laughs> okay, but. so
0: the cool thing is is uh the incredibly well, talented Zach Howard lives up the street from James, yes. And uh so James has a really great he's, relationship with him. And
2: he's a very opinionated man.
0: Yep. Um, um we all do. Actually he's really cool to all of us. Oh yeah. But, he's, he's uh great. he knows James because he lives by James and James right. uh is a very, very big Zach East uh Eastman and Zach Howard Eastman fan. Not a big Zach
2: Eastman fan. Zach Eastman also lives up the street from me and it's very disappointing. Um <laughs> the uh the Zach Howard though, um so we we didn't actually talk about this in his in his interview, but he talked on the uh, at the convention this year that he thinks that at least for a little while this is gonna, this year was going to be his last convention.
0: Uh um, yeah, he told me he's still going to do Denver, but he's not doing any other ones. Did he
2: he made that concession to you? Yes. Which I even said I was like, dude, you're gonna come back to this one.
0: He said like, that. He's, it, cause yeah. When I went talk to him, because he
2: doesn't do that many a year, but he does enough that it's like, and and with all the stuff he's doing, um, and all the cool <laughs> things he told us about that we are not allowed to talk about, um, yeah. I can see why he would oh, decide. Yeah. He's,
0: he's super busy.
2: <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, the guy for for a guy who has not produced any new like new art necessarily um, that anyone has seen yet in the last two and a half three years. Um, the guy has actually done a lot of stuff that people just don't know about because it's not out yet. Um, so it's really, it's really exciting and I'm, I'm super excited to see what happens, but we're, we're toying around with the idea of doing something cool
0: with him, so just stay tuned. Like a very special episode of Real Nerds Podcast. Yeah, it'll be good. And he's also, we, uh, in our interview, which also should be up soon, is me and him came up with a porn parody called Fuck Tales. (laughs) With uh, dildo duck and Scrooge McFuck. Uh. Um, <laughs>
4: Scrooge McFuck. Yeah, so that that, I, that,
0: gonna... that interview really that, that interview was awesome for a while, and then it went downhill fast. Still funny. <laughs> it was great. So I think I might email him and see if I can commission him to actually draw that for me, because <laughs> he's really great at drawing animals. Yeah. So oh, he's really good. He should. That guy should get a job doing that. Listen to the interview. Yes. Um, so listen to the interview. So yeah, I think it was a. It was really definitely
2: fun. a good year. So. Um. Hey, every R- week, Ryan, I have, I have, I have a, I have hey, a problem. So. I can't remember what the title of the movie is we saw this year. Uh, In- this Independence year? Day. No, this week, Independence okay. Day.
0: Re, Resurgence.
2: Re, re, re,
0: yeah. So every week on Real Nerds podcast, we go see a new movie and we podcast our experience of the world. This week we saw Independence Day. Resurgence. Stay tuned to the end of the show where we'll spoil this movie and uh, <laughs> tell you if you should see it or not. But uh, before we do that, Brad. You're going to tell us what's happening around town. Welcome to Earth. All right. Uh, at the Bug Theater on Wednesday,
5: uh, there's EFB Talks. Um, cool. So if you want to go get some education on how to make movies and stuff from uh, in- industry professionals, you can do that. I think this week is a producer. No, it's a director of photography. Yes. Cool. Or No, no, it's an AD. It's are, an director. are you sure? You
2: have one job to do.
5: Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Nope, I have many jobs. Fuck you. <laughs>
0: uh,
5: at the yeah. 88 drive-in, they still have Ninja Turtles, Central Intelligence,
0: and Neighbors 2. That's actually a pretty fun lineup. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I can could... really talk to my wife into doing that. She's off to... No, I have to fucking go into work on Tuesday. Oh. Well, Wednesday yeah. at midnight. Yeah. <laughs> so, Tuesday.
5: And then the Esquire's midnight movie this week is The Fifth Element.
2: Meh. Oh, all right. Which is boron. Um, f- <laughs> Fifth <laughs> Element. Is a diehard movie.
0: You know. You know what's fun is when people think Fifth Element is good. Fifth Element is good. No, it's not. <laughs> Fifth <laughs> Element is good. It is not a good movie. Fifth
2: Element is a good movie. Is it a great movie? No. It is a. Is it a fun? Oh my god!
0: That's my okay. Chris hold on. Hold
2: on. Chris Tucker's in like ten minutes of that movie.
0: Yeah. Like The movie can't just be bad because no, just it's Chris not. Tucker. It's because it has a sloppy uh story and it that sucks. That movie's fun.
2: That movie's fun.
0: It's like you know everyone gives. Judge Dredd a hard time and the fifth element is basically Judge Dredd with a more convoluted shitty story yeah yeah tell me what tell me what that very fair tell me what (laughs) that (laughs) fucking movie's about I haven't seen it in a while. I don't there's know. a there's
2: a giant evil thing and it's coming to the earth and he has Through to get Egypt the Egypt or something. He has to get the he has to get the five elements together in order to mm-hmm. fight them. And they have all four, but they don't know what the fifth one is. Mm-hmm. She is the fifth element, because the fifth element is the, is the actually, first it. The, the fifth so. element is actually love, and that's a thing. And Mia Jovovich is just terrible. Um so and who so, yeah. Uh Bruce Willis Bruce Bruce Willi- Bruce, Willi- Bruce Willis in a in a in a, in a sci-fi.
0: What are we doing next? Um, Brad, m- why don't you talk about your uh, movie oh. you made? Okay. <laughs> if you let me fucking host a show, I can get to your fucking thing you want to do. I'm I'm sorry, Carol. I don't mean to cuss so much. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, it Ryan.
5: I, I was just James. I thought James was
2: gonna like my, just move on. My my pastor's listening now too. Is he? Oh. Yeah. Why'd yeah, you, you, he thinks we, he thinks you, I swear a lot. You butthead, you?
5: <laughs> so I made a short film that celebrates the devil. Really? Yay! <laughs> and why everyone should worship him. Um,
3: you answered all my fan mail. And when you watch the movie,
5: <laughs> when you watch the movie backwards, it's like chanting. Yeah, and if you slaughter a goat, you get to ascend <laughs> to the next realm. <laughs>
4: <laughs> that oh, sounds like that's a great. bad idea. Yeah. <laughs>
5: <laughs>
2: We're so uh, clever. It's terrible.
5: Uh, no, but seriously, uh, I did a pre forty-eight hour film project. Um,
2: uh, who did what now? Pre forty-eight.
5: So, yeah.
2: Pre pre forty. So this is a movie where you make a movie before you make forty-eight minutes,
5: and you have to program it.
2: You pro pro program.
5: Yeah, this is a 48 hour series jam. They called it a hackathon.
0: You can have one And there's
5: a software you use to basically create a no. choose your own adventure movie. Okay. So we had to come up with an idea, and the rules are a little different because you can kind of decide what your story is even before you start. Okay. Um, and there's no genre requirements or character requirements. It's just you have to create something cool that's interactive.
0: So, Brad, is it like the book? Like, if you pick the wrong choice and you see that you die, you flip right back to the page you were on, and you're like, no, I didn't want to do that one.
5: Uh, There's no, like, <laughs> go back because you did something wrong. It's just like... You get to decide how the story unfolds. I guess you could program one that does that. Mm. Um, but uh, which Ryan would? Which he would? Yes. Yeah. Um, so, and there's different kind. There's like different timelines. <laughs> there's a branching timeline. There's a parallel timeline. So you could start with four stories running at the same time <laughs> okay. and then switch back and forth between them. Um, or you can just have like you come to a choice, it splits off.
2: So how it does come back the, around. how does the choosing work? Is it actually like a is it actually a game? Like, it's, is it you're putting it on YouTube and you're going to click on the the, the it, choice you make? Exactly. So you okay. want
5: the movie starts oh and then eventually you're presented with a choice. It could be invisible buttons, so a loop will start there. Like, it will sit there yeah. and you have to figure out like where to click. You can put little markers that like give hints, or you can just straight up put buttons with text on them. Sure. Um,
2: how does the how does this work in a theater or does it not?
5: Uh, like it wouldn't be something that you enjoy in a theater. It would okay, be on sure. devices. Yeah, I was yeah. just trying to understand. Yeah, um, so we got invited, uh, like one of seven teams to compete. And, uh, we made a movie called Sleuth, which is a, uh, the story of Samantha Kent. She is a uh, Any by relation
2: Sa- to Martha Kent?
5: Uh, Janice Kent from Jean-Claude what Van did you Man. Say? <laughs> What did you say? And she, uh, the movie starts out. It's a first-person murder mystery. So you're always watching from her eyes. And it starts out, you're on the street, the sidewalk, and you see a crime scene in front of you, and your first choice is presented, do you leave, do you leave or do you investigate? And you can choose to investigate, and you walk up to the the, the uh, police tape, and the officer on duty stops you and says, whoa, 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 are you the detective for this um, case? And uh, so you pretend to be the detective. Right. Right. Um, Cause apparently this is the dumbest cop ever. <laughs> um, he lets you in the crime scene, and there's like a chalk outline with a, a symbol
4: <laughs>
5: <laughs> and a, a hammer, and then you can select, like, do I want to investigate the hammer or the body, the or the chalk outline of the body, or the symbol? And we program it to go to the symbol. So uh, you select the symbol, and then the officer describes what they know about the symbol, and it's related to a serial killer who's on, on a string of kidnappings of women and torturing and killing them okay and then
2: uh always a fun time
5: after that it went into a loop of a bunch of different questions like has anyone else did you id the body were there any eyewitnesses um
2: cool so you get to actually like play play detective yeah
5: and then um eventually it got around to uh can i inspect the body because the body's already at the morgue so you can choose to go to the morgue and once you get to the morgue uh and look at the body the uh, autopsy report has your own name on it Samantha, Samantha Kent. Da-da! You pull back the sheet and it's your face and Da-da! she goes and looks in a mirror next to the the operating table and it's a man's face.
3: <laughs> and then
5: she backs into the wall and a bunch of like medical stuff falls on her. Da-da! And it turns out that she is her own soul inhabiting people near the murder scene. Dun,
4: dun, dun. And she has the power
5: to float between different bodies and inhabit them in order to use their skills to find out who killed her and how to, she died in self-defense, who killed her and how to stop them, because they have her daughter.
2: Okay, cool. That's neat. But she didn't know that she's a ghost. She finds out that she's a ghost.
5: There's this little gray area between transubstantiation (laughs) where you lose your memory.
2: Oh, oh, is there? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't realize that we transitioned into Dr. Brad, (laughs) and we were learning about the science of transubstantiation. Okay. All right. I got you. So there's a little... Okay. Great. So
5: yeah, yeah, basically the premise of the the game part is you get to float around, choose hosts on screen to inhabit, and then use their abilities to... But what if you choose not to
0: investigate?
5: Uh what if we, you
0: just walk away it's written I do not care so about that, my daughter
5: it's written so that in a passive way you're forced to get into the story so, so, we, so we
0: really don't have so a choice. you
2: really have no choices <laughs> <laughs> yes, there are no choices
0: but i mean uh You'll that's, just play, i mean hopefully the investigation sounds more fun anyways. Yeah. It's, like, it's like the old Legacy of Kane video game.
2: <laughs> it would be awesome if... Sorry, Brian. It would be awesome if oh, you no, could I'm choose... Oh, no, I'm sure what you're saying is more important. If you could choose at the beginning not to investigate, and it just goes to a screen that says, your daughter has died, <laughs> yeah. and you don't even realize, like... You, you haven't learned enough to even understand like that you had a daughter or what's going on. <laughs> we were it's joking. just, your daughter has died.
5: <laughs> Initially, we were joking that like if you chose leave the crime scene as the first choice in the game, yeah. the game would just end and like so say, thank you for playing. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, Uh, that would be great. Eventually, you wrote a story where, like, you ran into some weirdo that's like hovering around the crime scene, and then he tries to steal some evidence, and you spot him out. So you kind of work your way back into it.
2: Oh, I got you. Like the
5: police take you, so that you have to give a statement.
2: (coughs) Oh, okay, Uh, cool. So, so there is. If you choose no, there is actually like a whole path, a whole path. Oh, that's
5: awesome. Very cool. The uh, the company that makes the software thought it was funny that if you chose the leave path. You actually got to the point of the story faster than actually investigating it. Oh, funny <laughs> yeah, the way you wrote it. So
2: that's cool. Sorry, Brian. I No, I no, remember. I'm done. Anything oh. else you want to say about it, Brad? Oh my goodness.
5: So yeah, stop. we didn't win, but uh, stop
2: glaring at me like that. We had some
5: pretty good competition, and
2: you didn't win. Yeah, that place. That this fucking rigged. <sighs> why even? Why even play, Brad? Why even play
5: <laughs> <laughs> for the for for the adventure, James? <laughs> for the experience of just doing something different
3: for, for the yeah.
2: for, for the endeavor of filmmaking uh, all
5: cool, right, uh, fine.
2: i i can i can roll with that
5: some forty some of the other regular forty hour teams were there and uh, the Cook street guys they got there was only a ten thousand dollar prize for first place sure. only <laughs> well oh, for everybody only. uh like that was the yeah. that was the grand prize, but eight
2: thousand for you and two thousand to split with everybody <laughs> else bread
5: as a result of the Everyone doing great work. They decided to make a second place cho- uh, option for five grand. So the Cook Street guys got their got five grand, and now they're like, "Well, that's not enough to make our series. So do we have to do it?"
4: <laughs> but, oh, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah.
5: Um, cool. They're conflicted, but they um, yeah, they'll do it. It was really funny what they did. They did a dating thing where, you know, they're they're four comedians, so it's a parallel. A tree structure and you can choose one of the guys and they go on a date and like you basically do shitty things on the date as you go yeah and by the end of the first episode you know it whittles it down to like three of the guys and two and so on cool so and then then the one that won was like uh some dad was like trying to hook up with a his girlfriend from high school at at their reunion um and you had to pick the storyline of like him doing that or each of his kids had their own storyline to choose and okay that's the, that was the winner so
2: yeah well that's cool it that yeah. sounds like a fun thing
5: and then i like rose mcgallon did a uh uh like a, a speech to open up the award ceremony which is cool talked about how to was She
0: skype or she there she was there oh wow
5: yeah nice she uh and she like promoted like being brave and like don't fuck the studio system <laughs> do everything yourself
0: yeah no, she's been saying that for a long time yeah because no one will cast her anymore <laughs> i was gonna say yeah and then I rode up the uh, because, elevator because
2: she fucked half of the studio system, and they all won't work with her anymore. Whoa, whoa, whoa! whoa is
0: that too far? <laughs> well, actually, she fucked over Robert Rodriguez. She, you know what happens? I, that no, does. I, that was actually what I was referencing. Was
2: yeah. like, oh yeah, you you totally like had sex with your director, ruined his his marriage, and then everything fell apart for you. Like, surprise! Is she hot in real life?
5: Yeah, she's she looks like how she looks. Like, well, she had a shaved head, which I assume was for a role she's doing, but.
2: Wait, did you just hear the part about how she doesn't get any work? No, it wasn't. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, that was really... Cool.
5: And I also wrote with, up in the elevator with Jason sh- Ritter, and I want to be like, I love
0: doing Freddy oh, vs. Jason, oh, up!
2: Wow, that's cool. Because but,
0: uh, you would have been lying to him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> wow, <harsh>. we, are, <laughs> we are really harsh. mean to... <laughs> he is, no, he is not good in that movie. <laughs> he, does this, he does this weird thing where... I don't know if it's a character choice, but uh, it's the scene where he's grabbing... The girl Lori, and they're in front of the van. He said, "He said, uh, and I saw your dad <laughs> kill your mom." I hate how he delivers the line, <laughs> and it drives me crazy. And um, Brad Renfro was supposed to be in that, but he died, killed himself, right? Uh, drug overdose. Yeah. And so Same I'm thing. like, uh, I can see Brad Renfro being really good in this part. I I choose to believe that no character choices were made in
2: the in the making of Jason, Freddy versus Jason.
0: Ah, uh, no, so. I think I think Freddy's really good in it. Okay, sure. There we go. Cool. Yeah, that's about it. Because even the Jay guy I don't like. Um, Jay Moore? No, he's the guy who acts like Jason Mewes. <laughs> I don't oh, know why okay. they just didn't cast Jason, Jason Mewes in it.
2: Because he was on drugs. So? Just saying. Um, cool.
0: The Freddy vs. Jason fight was badass. Oh, fuck yeah, it was. Yeah. I love the scene where he kills all the ravers. Yeah.
2: <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, Man, no. I should
0: watch Freddy vs. Jason. I haven't seen <sighs> that in a while.
2: There's a really great scene. Never mind. I'll save it. We're going to uh, You've been watching
0: Freddy vs. Jason?
2: No. No, but you talking about a scene where like a bunch of ravers get killed and that being pleasing reminded me of something I watched this week. So. Neon
5: Demon. Yeah. So that's what I did no. this weekend.
0: Cool. Very cool. Good job. Thanks. What else do we have? Uh, Alamo? Do you have the Alamo? Uh, my phone is dead. Oh, okay. But go to the Alamo. They have great <laughs> movies there. <laughs> I'm getting close. My schedule's almost like settling down, and I'm going to be able to see movies at the Alamo again. <laughs>
2: So excited! Yeah, man, you're probably like a captain by now.
0: Like they've they've just <laughs> yeah, worked right. you
2: down after a while.
0: Uh, yeah, right. You're
2: you're gonna be just one of the
0: normies. It sucks because you can never leave on time when the, yeah. the midnight to 10 a.m. shift. I've never left on time. Huh? Because right around 10 a.m., this town starts waking up, and I have to go to disturbances and assaults and kayakers drowning in Clear Creek.
2: That's that's right. Everybody, don't kayak. Just just don't go into nature. Or every time just I've done stay- it,
0: they're like, there's a kayak going downstream, so we have to treat it like someone fell in. And then after 20 minutes, like, oh, there oh, comes the rafters. Hey, you guys see a kayak go by? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why they don't call us and let us know that they lost a kayak, because it's our job to help yeah. people.
2: Well, we were sitting on the rocks getting high, and... <laughs> My kayak just floated away. Yeah,
0: these two uh, raft guides got in a fight. <laughs> One didn't want to press charges, and they had it on like security camera. Oh, and this shoot. dude headbutted him so hard. <laughs> oh, shit. I was like wow! wow. And uh, when I got there, he's like, "I don't want to press charges." His nose is all bleeding, blood everywhere. <laughs> I'm like, all right,
2: Brad, you, you do what you do.
3: Trailer boy. kayak fight. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. You a, you a river guide. Oh yeah, we need a we need
2: a we need you to make a video where you investigate the kayak fight.
0: <laughs> but but I thought about James. We had the Rapid Grass Festival up there, and Rapid it's just grass? It's, it's a bluegrass festival. Oh it's shit. like All day bluegrass music. Cool.
2: Next year I'll have to go to the the Idaho Springs Rapid Grass Festival. Yeah.
0: Oh, of course. Was it? Oh, it was it was this weekend. Yeah.
2: Cool. Awesome.
0: Yeah, it was fun. That's cool. I could hear the music all day long. Yeah. Yeah. Was it amazing? I mm. bet it was amazing. A lot of banjos. Yeah. <laughs> Felt like I was in Deliverance.
2: Yeah. Wait. That's not. That's not real and
3: squeal.
0: <laughs> Those are not good banjos. Uh, Hey, what's happening in the movie world today? We call this segment real news.
1: Look at you ship all banged up. Who's the man? Huh? Who's the man? Wait, till I get another plane. I'm letting all your friends up right beside you.
5: Uh, is that like Wario
0: Mickey? No, that's Mortimer. Oh, you've never seen Mortimer. He's like, one of my favorite Mickey mouse shorts is, uh, Mickey and Minnie go on this picnic and he shows up in like a roadster like convertible and he's like, Hey, I'm Mortimer the mouse and he's, you know, like the nineteen thirties like hipster guy. And he uh the funny thing is this if you look at There really... were
3: no hipsters in the thirties, right? <laughs> I was just gonna say he, Don't besmirch he, no, the thirties. He's wearing like
0: a, a zoot suit during oh, it. Okay. And if you look really closely at him, he's his design is kind of he looks like Walt Disney. Um, I want I want it, him I'll to be just,
3: a star don't you? Then you take it, it he even has the little
0: Walt Disney mustache in the cartoons. I don't know if he has it in Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, but interesting. And Mickey's original name Mortimer, Mortimer. Mouse. And uh Disney's wife said ben, that's a horrible he, name. She said, "Uh-uh. You need to name him something cute like Mickey, or yeah. you
3: don't get laid." <laughs> yeah.
0: And that's how Mickey Mouse was born. Named yeah. by Walt Disney's wife. There's, cool. there's your Disney trivia for the day. Uh, speaking of which,
2: Ryan, yes. you gotta listen to The Backside of Water. Those guys put on a really good podcast. Honestly, I I, so I I killed the whole show this week, and like, it just made me really want to go to Disneyland.
0: It, I know, I wanna oh, go bad. Man. I think I'm gonna go in February if you wanna go. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, February's
2: a long way away. It but is, okay. but
0: it's like they're down season, so there's not as many people there. Oh, that's true. That's true.
2: Uh, okay. Uh, news. News, 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 news. Um... But this is rumor, this isn't news, but there's, there's whispers that 20th Century Fox has like, finally rolled over and gone like, hey guys, we don't know how many more of these X-Men movies we can make good, so maybe we should start talking to Marvel and see like what we can. X-Men versus Avengers? Um, so yeah, there are, there are rumors that there is maybe a, the the potential for a Sony-esque, uh, agreement, probably one that would keep their franchise whole, but allow, say, Deadpool to cross over and other X-Men to cross over so that maybe they could bolster each other's franchises. But
0: anyway. uh, You mean bolster the X-Men franchises? Marvel doesn't need the help? Well, yeah. No, I agree. Um, <laughs> well, but it would it, it would allow you to, like... A Spider-Man-Deadpool team-up would be badass, though. Totally.
2: Um, the, And I think there's a couple other things where, like, I... I would like it if, in the future, when they are... Hey, Kellen, uh,
0: where's your apple juice? Oh, all over your chest? Cool. <laughs>
2: uh, in the future, when like when they introduce Marvel characters who are originally X-Men, if they could say the word mutant, that'd be cool. Yeah, no, you know, I agree. Like, you have got you've got Quicksilver, you've got mm-hmm. the Wasp, both
0: of which, like, aren't... No, I agree.
4: You know, so, anyway... Um, the, the secret,
0: guys, is, is don't ruin your company in the '90s and then get go bankrupt and sell well, all your characters yeah, off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
2: it's really polybags, man. Polybags ruined all of the comics. Right. Uh, um, speaking of <laughs> speaking of that merger thingy, whatever you want to call it, though, uh, Sony wants to make like a babillion Spider-Man movies. That's fine. Including, they want to make a Silver Sable movie. Ryan, tell me about Silver Sable because the only uh, Silver
0: thing- Sable is basically an assassin for hire. Yeah. So that's what she does. She's a lady in in like white ninja gear. Yeah. So she's almost as cool as Black Widow, but not as quite. And literally, she just uh, gets hired to do mercenary work. She's a mercenary. Yeah. Um, She debuted in Spider Man. Um, One of the uh, one of the earliest Spider Man issues
2: I had was one where like Spider Man is fighting. Is a mid nineties. It's it's during that period where they were going out of (laughs) out of business. Uh, It's like Spider Man is fighting her and, and uh and sandman? sandman yeah i have those ones do you really yeah holy shit mine's all torn apart i i should find it just for like the the the, the nostalgic, you know yeah there was um, a time
0: in the 90s where she hired the sandman so he was a mercenary with her oh
2: cool interesting i bet i still have like the remnants of that issue because every time yeah. I, I was a kid i didn't take care of them so yeah they, they Sand fell sandman has
0: always wavered between being a good guy and a bad guy yeah in the after his initial appearances right um so, uh, there's some
2: talk that, that Netflix might have a, an offline mode by next year, end of next year, uh, which I think is pretty... A what mode? A, 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 <laughs> an offline mode? Why are you okay. yelling in my ears? Cause I can't hear over here. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm mumbling and I'm only talking to Ryan. <laughs> um, uh, an offline mode. So basically, you know, right now, if you don't have the internet, you can't watch your Netflix. Uh, the other, th- the other actual problem I think this solves is that as we move closer and closer to a a possible Ultra HD future, you need a way where you aren't stream because the streaming can't actually streaming can't even
0: really handle real HD. No, for streaming most HD is seven twenty. Yeah, right. Um, so if you had a way where you could, and that's why it pisses me off. Daredevil's not on Blu-ray yet. <laughs> yeah.
2: Um. No, I, I 100% agree with you there. So the uh if you had a way where people could could like queue up movies and maybe you had let's just say you had like you mimic the old blue the old Blu-ray like disc service so it's like hey you have three slots and at any time you can have three movies downloaded to your machine right or three TV shows downloaded to your machine that would be really cool because then you could you, when you're on a plane whatever it is now you have a method where you can watch whatever especially if it's stuff like you know, you're gonna be on a plane and you're 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 gonna be on a four-hour plane ride, and you want to watch some Orange Is the New Black. Oh my God! Don't watch Orange Is the New
0: Black in public. Oh, but either way, do you not uh, get go on planes that have Wi-Fi?
2: I do, but like, but that also costs money, and most people don't sign up for it or pay for it. So, like, I think I'm Frontier it's six bucks. Yeah, but it's still six bucks. All right, I wouldn't do I'm it. I'm just saying. If you had an offline mode, you wouldn't, yeah, like, yeah, most people, I, most of the time when I fly, I don't pay for this, for the, for the Wi Fi. Because I usually work on st- other
0: stuff or I listen, See, I listen to podcasts. So I, uh, I love using my ultraviolet account by using my ultraviolet said, account. I never said use no it. No one ever. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> um, I mean, if you connect to the internet to use it anyways, it's stupid.
2: Right, right. Yes. Right. That kind of dumb shit. Um. Anyway, Mortimer's got so, Iron Man's Club. I uh. I'm just. <laughs> I'm just no saying, I think it's a cool idea. I want this to happen. Moving on. Uh, Ferris Bueller is going to get a soundtrack after like 25 years. That's cool. Nice. Um, what? They never released a soundtrack to uh, Ferris Bueller's Day Off. So that whole oh yeah. Well, is. I mean that song is that song is a real There's song. There's an
3: unofficial yeah. soundtrack.
2: Yeah by which
3: i mean you've got to collect all the music together you go on, and on itunes it. and download by which, it yeah. by which
2: dave uh uh, um, uh Cusack, like put together a mixtape for
0: you <laughs> of all of the songs and he just like. wanted to say anything yeah oh <laughs> Womp, womp. <laughs> Violet? No, that's a pretty good one. There we uh, go.
2: Anyway, let's see. Uh, Mortimer seems like he's a disgruntled Disney collector. <laughs> <laughs> do we want. Okay, I have I have two kind of downer notes for the last two pieces of news. I don't know which one to do for. Uh, yeah, what, whatever. Star Trek. Uh, CBS released a list of six basic rules for creating uh, fan content moving forward, and the internet. Lit on fire for a while there. Um I I think they're mostly fine, honestly. Like there there's nothing terrible in them, with the exception of the one that says that nothing can be more than fifteen minutes long or two segments of fifteen minutes long. Because basically what it says is you can't make a fan web series. Uh but everything else I think is actually pretty fair. All they're really saying is you have to put the word (laughs) fan on it. Um you have to have the word Star Trek in the title, uh which is just about, you know, making sure that the branding is clear. Um, if you if you use any costumes that are clearly supposed to be replicas of the original costumes in any way, you have to use merchandised costumes, which I think is them being fair. Um, and honestly, just go make a costume that isn't the one from the show, and you're safe, right? Like, then you get around it. Um, but the the big one is the hey, don't make anything that's more than than fifteen to thirty yeah, minutes long. Can't all. even make a movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, which. I see why they're doing that. Because again, two months ago, you were not allowed to make a fan film of Star Trek. Right? Like at the end of the day, they own the rights to this shit, and and no matter how good you are at doing it, you actually do threaten to to dilute their brand. Um, yes, as much as I'm a fan of Star Trek and I like, no, the I idea, think I think it's fine I because don't own I don't own Star Trek and I'm not entitled to that to that frame. Because
0: people are so passionate about Star Trek. That if you didn't put these rules and you'd get horrible product, which would make totally. the other product be not yeah diluted. You're right. Yeah, so I've
2: I think it's fine. There is a reason, and people need to understand why they're doing it. Um, you know, if you're really good at what you're doing, uh, honestly, this is the most progressive anybody's been. Mm-hmm. If you went out right now and you tried to make, I don't know, a Star Wars movie, um, like you have to sort of you can do it, and people have done it. But you have to like walk a very fine line. Um if you were making a Star Wars miniseries and you were putting a lot of production into it and branding it Star Wars and having Star Wars characters show up, you would eventually get in trouble. Yeah. Um most of the time the, the people who do it right now get away with it because they're basically doing like proof of concept videos. Uh so like there was that Darth Maul there was that Darth Maul fan film not too long ago. That was yeah. pretty good. Um but those there's people so are not so much
5: action I couldn't... Yeah it yeah. was it was just not There's no story.
2: Yeah, visually it was cool but because there's no story nobody's ever really going to come after them. It's 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 too small time. Yeah. Um this was there is, any rules
5: on like how much money you could cuz obviously I I would oh, guess you can't make money. Yeah. You cannot which again but there's crowdfunding to make them so oh, is there a that, limit on that?
2: Um shoot, I didn't see that. Cuz I didn't realize
3: the issue of Unless, whether or not this Maybe is there's worth
2: a it. maybe there is a, a detail in the um, let's see, if I look at the fine print under whether or not it can be, uh, about it not being commercial, let's see, no one um, you can't distribute physical copies like with DVDs or Blu-rays, um, which again, like, yes, they're saying no to this stuff. Everyone else is saying no to all of this stuff. Like, there is no, you know, um, oh, there is a seventh rule, that's about it being family-friendly, which I think is fair. Because it's Star Trek. Oh, yeah. I would um, not.
0: I'd yeah. be pissed if someone made one that... Like, hey, fuck the Enterprise. And really right. Like, A, A, be polite. B, no porn. Like, that's what the rule is. I was
3: yeah. just imagining the Star Trek theme to... Thanks, like pace. The final frontier. Ah,
2: fuck it. Yeah. <laughs>
0: well, because you know if you didn't put that in there, fuck someone would make one where a captain's going around to oh. different planets trying to fuck everything.
2: Yeah, here, here it is. So it's it, the crowdfunding <laughs> is limited to fifty thousand dollars.
0: Wasn't which, that the plot of the original Star Trek?
2: <laughs> fifty thousand dollars for thirty it minutes wasn't. of content is is not. <laughs> <It wasn't. laughs> <so bad. laughs>
0: That's true. They were fifty thousand dollars. To- we got it.
2: Well, I'm just saying, $50,000 as a limit to 30 minutes is not mm. terrible. I don't no. think. Like, I feel like that's, that's pretty no, that's fair. That's pretty fair. I mean, this is them, like, opening the door for people to make stuff. Yeah, I think it's fine. You know, I, yeah, I, I don't think it's that bad. So, um, but what I am kind of disappointed in is that in an interview this week, George, or, uh, no, Steven Spielberg did say that he would never make a Indiana Jones movie without George Lucas. So George Lucas is executive producing. Yeah, that's a, but that's a title. I, no, I I agree. That's my pitch. My plea is, please let it just be executive producing. Like, I'm sorry. Put the man in the box. See, I, I think like, it's
0: more of a respect thing when I read it. I, could- and I agree. Like, I,
2: you know, look, their friendship has clearly been really strained over the last ten years since that movie, or eight years, whatever it was, since that movie came out. Um, the... And I, I don't... Like, I want him to be nice. Obviously, he has to be. He's making the BFG. Like, he has to be the nicest man on the planet. Right now, um, but at the same time, I I want to know that he's going to actually do because he lied to me last time. Early early in Indiana Jones four, like he said all the right things. He was like, "I'm going to make the movie this way, and it's going to look this way, and this is what's important to me." And then I got the movie, and I was like, "Steven, where did you go? Like, what happened to you?" Um, and so, to be completely honest, I love Steven Spielberg. I don't trust him on this. Um, so until the movie comes out or I see a trailer, I'm going to be nervous. So, unless you told Uh, me... We have
0: two and a half years, so...
4: Oh,
2: yeah. And at the end of the day, Kathleen Kennedy is on the movie. She's the person who sits down with George and goes, George, fuck off. (laughs) Like, stay over here. We'll send you a lot of money. We don't need you anymore. Like, she is that lady. Um, And Frank Marshall's on it, which is awesome. The man directed, arguably, one of the greatest action scenes of all time. So, I'm cool.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Kathleen Kennedy, I think, is one of the best producers in Hollywood, so yeah. she
2: and knows she's, what's up. she's the woman who had the balls to go to George and go, I don't want your script. Yep. We are okay. You, you can be as butthurt <laughs> as you need to, but we're going to move on and make something cool. And if you don't like it, that's okay. You have $4, million, $4 billion to go play with. Yep. I, I don't feel bad for you. So, anyway, good I'm for I'm going to
3: make movies uh, that only I can
2: watch. I'm going to make movies and I'll watch them in my basement. I,
3: and I, 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 just, I just really want to make THX 1138
2: too. Dude, if he does, that's awesome. I want Revenge. to see that movie.
3: Revenge of the Donald Pleasants.
2: I want to see what he would have done with American Graffiti 2. Like,
3: I... I... I already made American Graffiti 2. It's in my basement. You can't watch it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's American Graffiti too, and it takes place during the disco era. I, I just
3: really wanted to work with John Travolta. He's in the movie, you just don't see it because, again, it's in my basement.
0: <laughs> and he's in the closet in his basement. <laughs> George,
3: let me out of here. <laughs>
0: well, I'm like, Get it's me really hot here. In here. <laughs> wow. Anyway, that no air conditioning. <laughs> <laughs> like Brad looks like he is so. That hurt, didn't it, buddy? Oh. So annoyed with this episode. <laughs>
5: <laughs> like, uh, George Lucas impressions. Ah.
4: <laughs> uh, well, sorry, Brad. Let's hear your Sideshow George. Sideshow Bob impression <laughs> over
5: here. George Lucas.
0: <laughs> let's let's hear your uh, George Lucas impression. I have one. Yeah, that's right, because you're boring and being a downer on this podcast. What? I just shape up.
2: <laughs> this is rich, little, you gotta impersonating
0: Bradley I, I am the Kathleen Kennedy of this podcast.
2: <laughs> hey, <be a> man. <laughs> Bed bed. Grease, anybody? Anyway, yep. moving on, this. Maybe I'll news. Hold,
5: hold off on air, doing those interviews.
2: News. News is over. What's next?
0: Ryan. We watch movies all week long. This is the movies we watched. That sounded like it was going to rhyme. Zach, what would you watch this week? I ain't
3: watched Sleuth, and I'm never going to watch it ever, Brad. <laughs> <laughs> what?
5: <laughs> you, you didn't watch Sleuth? Obviously.
3: I know. And I'm never going to now. Yeah, sorry.
5: Aww. <laughs> <laughs> much I, Don't
2: you know. insult his impressions.
5: I,
0: I'm, yeah, I'm not going to put Brad, it online, so... I mean, Zach, what the fuck did you watch this week? God, watch this, this podcast is derailing.
3: And what the hell is that smell? Um, <sighs> off the rails on a crazy
4: train.
0: No, you're still off the rails, Zach. What did I you know. watch?
3: Oh, um, so I uh, I watched part of Hannibal this week, the, the show? TV show. I mean, four episodes. What the fuck, man? <laughs> it's a messed up show. <laughs> it's, it's so far, like you said, it's a periodical or uh, a procedural. Yeah. Sorry. Not periodical. Procedural. Um, but uh, I I get where it's going, so I'm on board. I'm going to go past episode four and into the next two seasons that you gave me. Mm-hmm. Um Uh, What else did I watch? I watched a Neil Simon movie called The Sunshine Boys over the weekend. That's a good movie. uh, A couple times. (laughs) And uh, that movie is beautifully written. Uh, It's about two of old vaudevillians who can't stand each other, who have to get together for a reunion show. Um, It has Walter Matthau in one of his first grumpy old men kind of performances before he was actually a grumpy old man uh and then uh there's george burns in it playing the role that won him an oscar for best supporting actor back in
2: 1974
3: god um no not god i just assume
2: that george burns plays god in. he does
3: play god but he doesn't play god in every movie james (laughs) sometimes he plays a horny old man sometimes he plays an old man Sometimes he just plays old. Yeah. Now,
0: <laughs> he's one of those guys who always seems he's been old for his whole life. He's always been old. He just don't know it. Yeah, that's, that's
3: awesome. Uh, the, other, well, the other George Burns movie that I saw this week was Oh God, which I hadn't watched in a while, actually. Yeah. Um, does anybody realize how theologically dead on that movie is? Like, has anybody watched it? with? Because I think we all saw it when we were kids at some point.
2: I saw it when I
0: was like 10.
3: Okay. And Ryan, how old were you when you saw it, do you think?
0: probably the same 10. Ten. Yeah. yeah.
3: Watch it when you're an adult. It actually makes perfect sense. It's oh, the dude. answer to every internet ma- argument I've ever had in my life. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Which
3: is just like God's angry at all of us. It's not just one particular group. <laughs> <laughs> In, in the most and and I'm saying this as the most agnostic person that I can possibly be.
0: <laughs> oh, so you're a pussy atheist. Gotcha. I am a pussy Whoa, atheist. Hey. <laughs> hey now.
3: I believe there's something out there. I just I just feel yeah, we're not going to get into the options. <laughs> uh... Anyway, um the movie itself, very well written. Um, John Denver is actually a really good comic actor. John Denver is awesome. He I is love awesome. John Denver. I just forgot how great of a comic actor he was. And Paul Sorvino plays like a, um, uh, Brian, uh, what was the name of that old, uh, Billy Graham? Billy, he plays like a Billy Graham type of priest. Yeah. Uh, okay. that just exploits the church for money and whatnot. Um, so it's, it's perfectly, uh, cast and uh just a wonderful film um i also saw the lobster at okay. the recommendation of henry right um, and you want
0: your money back how do you feel no about i don't lobster?
3: want my money back in fact i want to give it more of my money okay that movie was really good oh. cool The movie's also really fucked up <laughs> <laughs> and henry did a good job of burying the lead but i'm not gonna because what the fuck <laughs> uh that movie is a very good examination of uh relationships hey, hey, hey. in the current culture <laughs>
2: where? We, <laughs> holy shit! Oh my god, Ryan! Oh, and we wonder where Brad's he learns to swear. It. We've lost Brad. <laughs> <laughs> when you when you stop and ask your son if he is on crack on, on a very crack. special Real Nerds podcast, he's like shaking everything,
3: climbing everything, <laughs> screaming.
5: He must have gotten your evidence box. Yeah, I
2: know. I don't think <laughs>
0: I have no idea what he's doing And where's oh, my, my wife <laughs> Like she gets off at 7.15 I think She's picking up the crack Like it's, it takes a little <laughs> while if oh, he starts saying goodness.
3: science bitch, I think you got a problem. <laughs> <laughs> this cat will take care of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my him. goodness! Kellen is the baby who knocks.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: oh. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, and, um, lobster. Something about romances.
3: It's. I mean, I, I thought it was actually a really poignant look at modern relationships. What did um, you think the ending was? Is it? What did I think the ending was?
5: Yeah. Good. Like, did he run off, or did
3: no? I don't think he run. O- he ran off. Is... I think he's writhing in pain on the floor. Okay. Um, w- would Because think... I really think he actually had found love, and he was willing to sacrifice it for anything. And I think that's part of what the film is trying to go for to some degree, which is is trying to find the last shred of true romance. Hmm. Not the movie True Romance, James.
2: I know. Uh, I I know where A shred of is. real romance. True romance um, is in my Blu-ray player now. Thank
3: you. I like your version, which is interesting, which is that he just runs off.
5: Yeah, because he doesn't scream when he tries to poke his own eye out.
3: Well, then again, there's a lot of things in that film. This is the one thing I can are say we, about that film.
2: Are we, are not
3: we, every action is...
2: Are we deconstructing and spoiling the end of a movie that most people
4: haven't
0: seen? Yeah, what the fuck, guys? <laughs> <laughs> I will just I say... I think you need context. Not everything
3: so. in that film feels right because it is translated by a director who's doing his first film in English. Okay. A lot of it feels off, but it—it's what makes up for it is its premise and its ability to tell that premise in such a way that is entertaining. Interesting. But some of well, the acting choices are a little off, a little skewed, but th- again, there's a there's a there's a makeup process for that.
2: So so Zach, you said that the it, it's a it's a modern romance movie. Is it better or worse than Valentine's Day? <laughs> That is the stupidest question I've ever heard.
3: Oh, I was okay with that. Is Mother's Day the best movie about a mom you've ever seen? <laughs> no) <laughs>
2: Oh, all
3: right, you know why? Because I didn't see Mother's Day. What hell?
2: Just saying. What else did uh, you watch?
3: <laughs> um i also watched um i don't know why but i watched the andy griffith show again
5: <laughs> great because it's great all 20 seasons
3: uh no I, I i've only got dug into the first season um mm. so this might be a continuing series um so far i just realized that opie's kind of a dick
4: <laughs> yay like opie's i don't know a, I i'm sorry it. Opie's, opie's got a lot i love learn. ron howard
3: but opie's kind of a dick Little, little ronnie howard he, he doesn't give Aunt b a chance the first time in the first episode he's just like i miss my old maid i'm like kid you're lucky you got a maid i guess i mean <laughs> yeah. or that you've got a mother figure in your life in general some people don't yeah <laughs> i was kind of i was a little uh, perturbed by that i was like he's gonna I, renever, I do not remember ron howard being such a dick on this show
2: he he learns to love her enough that eventually he he's you know he's kind enough to not tell her that her that are that are pickles taste like kerosene cucumbers.
3: My aunt like, B can't play baseball. My elderly aunt B can't, can't play baseball. My elderly aunt can't play baseball. <laughs> yeah, cool. <laughs> Sorry, Ron Howard, but you were kind of a dick. <laughs> sure. Um. Anyway, that's all I watched this week. <laughs>
0: awesome. Brad, what'd you watch? And right. make sure you you are a little more excited and not a dick when you're talking, because <laughs> you have like a dick look on your face right now. Whoa. Wow. Look at that. Maybe I should just leave. <laughs> I'm not even looking at Brad. I'm I like, know. What's going he's on. like,
2: <laughs> no one can see this, but he's literally sitting the opposite direction.
5: Yeah, I'm going to do the show from over here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so do you want me to talk about Anger Birds finally?
2: Not really. Sure. Okay. Yeah, yeah. No, I do. No, I've I, I, I desperately...
3: i desperately to hear this.
0: Well, you're going to have to listen to this week's episode because Brad called in. <laughs> <laughs>
5: So yeah, sorry, I can't talk about it. Um, I got stuff to do. So let's move on to... Uh... <laughs> I'm so
2: furious right now.
5: <laughs> so I watched Popstar this oh, week. Oh, cool. um, Well, last week. Um, it was fun. The only problem is like, it's it's the typical movie industry story. So the whole time, I'm just laughing at the jokes and totally expecting it to go where, it, uh, it, where the story goes predictably. Yeah. So by the end, I was like, okay. I saw yeah, it.
2: When they finally had to wrap it up, you were like, ah, shit, now we have to check all these boxes really quick.
5: Yeah, like, what do you think the typical music industry story is?
2: Um, uh, He's really famous, and something happens that makes everybody not like him, like he shits in the woods or something, and he loses his fame, and no one loves him anymore, or like he loses his money, and then he has to prove himself again and come back.
0: Wow, nailed it. Yeah? And then he sings a song called Walk Hard. <laughs>
2: Fuck. That, Get out of here,
0: did,
3: Dewey.
2: You don't want any part of
0: this Did you show.
3: really that guess
5: that or did you see it? No, I guessed that. Yeah, okay.
2: I made that all up. The only difference Which, is I, he breaks
5: I, up with his band and they gets back together. But.
2: Wait, he has a band? He's a pop star. Pop stars don't have bands?
5: He started out with a band and then he went solo.
2: What? Yeah. Oh, so he's Justin Timberlake. Only only in a world where Justin Timberlake ever gives a fuck about the rest of those dudes.
5: In the movie, Justin Timberlake's a chef. <laughs>
2: <laughs> a really
5: enthusiastic chef.
2: Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> cool. So is so, it? would you recommend it?
5: I... It, I don't know if you have to go to the theater to see it, but it's like, it's. Sure. It's got laughs in it, but it's it's not like a memorable (laughs) story that you're going to be like, oh, I love this. It's worth throwing Except, Unless you're Zach Eastman.
3: (laughs) Who. stupidly enjoyed it i guess
5: whatever (laughs) no the the, the jokes were fun um art subjective zach at one one point his turtle dies and he uh, i keep
3: wanting to believe that (laughs) right
5: at one point his uh, pet turtle dies and he has a funeral in his pool yeah for him so he puts him on a raft and lights it on fire and then all the partiers (laughs) jump in the pool and just like you know do the typical la party yeah around the you know turtle's funeral that in, was funny
2: inside the turtle's grave
5: and they tr- he tries to rush him to the hospital so they get in the escalade and like try to drive off the uh estate but all the fans are blocking the gate oh, yeah, so he can't get to the hospital in time
2: barfs on him.
5: <laughs> yeah And the turtle barfs on him that's terrible and then there's a uh, he's arguing with his uh his uh past bandmates in this limo and like all these girls are like mobbing the limo and trying to <laughs> trying to like break the glass and like get into get an autograph or something and then uh
3: the guys dick
5: yeah so these girls are, like busting out their tits and like pressing them on the glass and then it cuts and then they like there's one where this dude has his dick out against the glass and he rolls down the window and his girlfriend's like that's my boyfriend's dick and he signs it
4: <laughs>
5: With, like a napkin like
2: it uh... was, that was great so... just because like Zach just starts laughing and all I hear is that
3: guy's dick yep (laughs) (laughs) you just give me all the reasons why i want to go pay to watch it again (laughs) one out of spite and two because it was just a funny movie that sounds pretty good
5: it has funny gags and it's it's like a documentary style movie so it's like a lot of interviews and uh behind the scenes stuff it's not really like a straight up narrative
2: yeah you would say it's like a like some kind of mock documentary mockumentary yeah right yeah
5: so like that's clever but like this the the whole story of like the Dan getting back together, and him being a dick. It's, and then, it's all yeah, done, yeah, right. It's been done many times before. Yeah. So that part I was bored with, but... Uh,
2: uh, at any point, is there a replica of Stonehenge in danger of getting crushed by a midget? Nope. Uh, I'm out. I'm out.
5: Uh, I also got to see The the Room again, but as a live read... Oh, yeah, Zach, you were there. Who, yeah,
2: I was there. I talked about it last week. Okay. Who, who day was live reading it?
5: Uh, you may know... Uh, we, you may be, be oh, a friend of were... his, Steve Bissett.
2: Oh, oh, okay.
5: So he did the narrator parts. Okay. The, the, the action stage between directions. stage directions.
2: I've, I've met Jan Steve Bissett before.
5: Yeah. And then some Uh, uh Greg Sestero, who obviously was uh. Oh, this movie. was at
2: that showing that Greg Sestero was at?
5: Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm so. So we, I went in thinking we were going to watch the movie, and uh, Greg Sestero was probably going to comment on it or something afterwards in a yes. q but they actually just sat on stage, and they all read the script to the room. That's awesome. With like local comedians, and then Greg Sestero and Steve. Um, That's pretty great. And it was yeah. the
3: original script that he wrote before all the changes that got made. Yeah.
5: Sure. So it's still like an hour and a half, but it's just people on stage reading.
3: Which did you feel was more absurd, the script or what we finally got? Um,
5: They're both
3: pretty absurd.
5: Yeah. Probably what we finally got, because... <laughs>
3: You have the added element of the
2: visual. Because the script and... doesn't have, like, the out-of-focus shots of Full House. Right. Yeah. Um,
5: yeah. And there's some scenes that are in the movie that aren't in the script, obviously. And then sure. uh, characterization, like, Danny's not in the script. Danny. <laughs> uh, so all the gags of him just, like, showing up and then, like, trying trying to instigate a three-way.
3: Bye, Danny.
5: Yeah. Um Ow. Oh, that's pretty good.
3: I liked how somebody pointed out that Denny might be high at one point. <laughs> oh, no, Denny's high. I at did not notice that before. Well, he
5: was selling drugs. <laughs> that is
3: true. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah.
2: Denny, what are you doing?
3: And the yep. best moment of that evening was probably when we were chanting "suck
2: that dick,", dick. yeah, "suck like that. that dick." <laughs> so
5: yeah, and then after that, you actually they, they invited people to stick around and watch the actual movie. So we did that.
2: Oh,
4: cool.
5: But yeah, the library was fun. It's cool. Neat. Um, also, I've watched well I watched all of the League season 7, the final season. And there needs to be a dirty Randy, Rafi animated series. Yes. Because that episode is fantastic. Yep. Um yeah. And it the whole series, I want to say the end episode is great, but like the fact that they end on totally screwing over Andre in and the best prank ever. Yeah. Um that's awesome. So yeah. S- goodbye League. <coughs> I wish you were on Blu-ray so I could buy all your seasons, but I guess I'll just stream on it net- on Netflix for eternity.
2: No, there's the the the. Well, that season isn't, but the League is on Blu-ray.
5: Well, some of the seasons. Yes. I want all the seasons. Okay. Yeah, the complete Fox series. Doesn't set- do that anymore.
0: Yeah. Fuck you. They don't Fox. do
2: any movies on Blu-ray anymore.
0: They do very few shows like Modern Family. I have the first five seasons on Blu-ray, and then it's on DVD now.
2: Well. Yeah, that's okay.
0: No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> Philia. Yeah. No, 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 I I agree. I, 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 I have a big problem with Fox. Yeah, no, that's fucked big up. Big time. Yeah. Because uh they the one like with their family guy packaging, you know, it goes through all these volumes and now it's back to seasons. So there's a volume 13 and a season 13. What? And then the the fonts are all goofy and then How? sometimes they'll put like Six episodes on one disc, six episodes on another disc, and then the third disc has one episode with all the special features.
2: Right, Ryan, Ryan. I want to. I want to borrow Family Guy thirteen.
0: Okay, I can't. Which one? Volume or season? <laughs> <laughs> it's obnoxious, and and Fox just irritates the fuck out of me. And that's when, uh, you know, I heard the league was like that. I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised at all. That's so because they're assholes. Yeah. yeah. Stop fucking around, guys.
2: I'll
5: watch it on HD on Netflix.
2: <clears throat> no, dude. No, dude. Commit. Steal that shit from the internet. No. Send a message. <laughs> Send a message. You only have one way to vote, and that's with your dollars. <laughs> I don't see how
5: that. Uh, uh, whatever. What else yeah. did you watch? Um, sorry, I was just thinking about like how Twenty Four is not on Blu Ray either. I know. Bullshit. Well. Well,
0: two seasons are. Yeah.
2: I mean, I well, have... Well, but that show, they would, have the they, last they, that show, they would actually probably want to go back and, like, do some remastering to Yeah, yeah I'm should. not saying they're going to. I'm saying that's a show that, like, when you take an old show and re-up it, like, that takes some time. Yeah, no, that's um, fine. They did it with friends. Yeah.
0: Uh, Buffy. Buffy should have a... Yeah. Well, release. well, the problem with that is Joss Whedon's piss because... <laughs> I know. They made it widescreen and it fucked up and they retimed the colors and yeah. it didn't, they didn't time it right. Right. Yeah, no, it's awful. But, anyway.
5: And the last thing I watched was Angry Birds. Hey! So, um, yeah, Angry Birds. A lot of bird and pig puns.
2: <laughs> <laughs> how, did you count them? How many?
5: Oh, I stopped counting. More than- <laughs> it was way too many. <laughs> really, the, the, the premise of the movie is just, hey, how many bird and pig puns can we make? Let me,
2: let me ask you a better question. How many good bird and pig, pe- pig puns were in the movie?
5: Okay, I'll, maybe one. I, <laughs> la- I laughed once, probably. Uh, the premise is there's this island of birds, and it, I'm with you. Uh, three of them have anger issues, so they have to go to counseling.
2: Who? Okay, all right, sure, yep. sure. So, so this they, is so this is a movie about teaching children about like temper and like how to actually like control their emotions, but also like you know when emotions are. Is a behaving. generous. Word. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. So they don't, they don't, they don't do that. It's just kind of there. Go further and
3: say that teaching's just a word that may happen to be in the movie. <laughs>
2: yeah.
4: <laughs> okay. Um,
5: so the main bird is a total asshole uh-huh. and he gets mad at everything and he's sarcastic and he hates everybody. He lives on his own uh, house on the beach away from the whole city of birds. Is he voiced by Norm MacDonald? He is nuts. He's voiced they, by they, Jason Sudakis. They,
2: they screwed it up.
5: Yeah, and then one hey, day. Hey, look
0: at me, I'm an angry bird. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was really good.
5: And then one day. Oh, a, man, uh, you should pirate really watch
3: dirty work. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry <but. laughs>
5: then one day, a pirate boat of pigs come by and wash up on the beach and they crush his house. So he's homeless. Okay. And he's suspicious of these pigs who are there oh. to, like,.
2: So he's homeless now. He has a good reason to be angry, but he's trying not to. He's holding it
5: back. He's he's taking every le- thing he learned from the anger management class. Okay, good. Holding back.
2: Awesome. This is a great script, yeah. Brad. This is a great script. So the pigs. I they, thought uh, I saw
3: this movie. Didn't it have Adam Sandler in it?
2: Which one is that?
3: Uh, I don't know. I think it was called Fifty First Dates. Anyway, continue.
2: <laughs> no, go ahead.
5: So the pigs try to party with the birds, befriend them, pretend that they're awesome, and then Angry Bird. Angry Bird. Sneaks onto the ship and then finds out that they're actually storing all the eggs they find around the world, and they're D- here to take our eggs. Wow! Right.
2: This is this is dark. They're stealing children. Dark or sexy? No, it's definitely just dark. Okay, it's dark. Okay.
5: But Angry Bird, no one believes him because is that his character outcast. name? Because that'd be awesome. No, he has some like angry Steven. name. Sure. <laughs> Steven. Sure. <laughs> one, Steven. One, one of them is called Bomb, and that's the Sean Penn one. Uh, okay. Another one is, what's
0: his name from, uh. How uh, that's ironic because oh. Sean Penn is such a, so against bombing.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, uh. What's apparently you didn't dead? see the gun there. Are, are they all named after, like, the, the action they have in the game, right? So, like, bomb is the one that's, like, a bomb, and, like, triangle is the tri- triangle one. Shit. This script is falling apart. I haven't played
5: the game in years. I don't know.
2: You throw birds at pigs. I don't know. Yeah,
5: that's that's it. Anyway, the little yellow fast one is uh, Josh Gad. And then Jason Sudeikis is the angry one. Okay. Which I forget his name. Anyway, so, uh, so since someone believes him, they try to go to this, there's this eagle that's like this hero to the town, and he's been missing for years. Like, he flew off and never came back. Okay. Uh, But somehow... The Angry Bird knows where he lives, so they go to this mountain to track him down. And he's turned into a, into a fat slob in, like, the past ten years. Okay. And uh, he's really into himself, and he won't help. So, Bomb, Speedy Bird, and Angry Bird have to do it themselves. And, uh, yeah, they eventually attack the pig town with their angry powers. And yeah.
2: Do they have to throw themselves at the infrastructure of they do. the... T- okay.
5: They, they annihilate the fuck out of that town. I will... Say this. The animation is fantastic. Okay. Like it's really good. Cool. Really dynamic. Really detailed. How
2: would you say the birds compare to Piper?
5: What is? Oh yeah, Piper. Uh, that. Pi- no, it's not Piper level. <laughs> not Piper level animation. <gasps> okay. But Piper's not a dynamic, directed.
2: Right. No, I know. Story. I so. know. What's well, Piper? Uh, Finding Dory. Oh
4: yeah.
5: yeah. So. Cool. Yeah. Okay. And then they destroy the town, get their eggs back, and the pigs are exposed is Bill Hader's the lead pig. Yeah. Yeah.
2: He would be the lead pig.
3: But a lot of those
5: pig scenes are just the pigs like
3: partying it up in a
5: club that they built on the sand on the beach. How many times
2: do the characters dance along to a 90s or 2000s pop song? I
5: don't know. Five or six times.
2: (laughs) It's the worst trend in children's films. Ugh. Okay.
5: So there you go. You've watched Angry Birds.
2: Well, I'm so glad I have.
5: The funny part was we watched at the drive-in before Ninja Turtles. Oh. So we sat through, or I guess endured Angry Birds. Right. And then...
2: Only to be rewarded.
5: Well, they t- they take the break so you can go get concessions. And then we ordered pizza that took too long. So we we're just like lamenting that we saw all of Angry Birds, but we we're missing like the first 10 to 20 minutes of Ninja Turtles.
3: <laughs>
5: <laughs> which awesome. is... Awesome. Yeah.
2: Pretty great.
3: On cool. a scale of one to run... Ooh. How oh bad God. is this movie?
5: Want to run for Angry Birds?
3: <laughs> run away from them, and then run away, no. far away. Then throw a grenade at it, and then just hope to God it explodes.
5: Five? It's in the like. <laughs> it's dumb, but the animation's okay, so it's yeah. like not that terrible. But okay, I definitely wanted to leave. Yeah, like I was like, oh, it's a good thing I'm here for two other movies.
2: Wait, okay. What was the other movie that you stayed for? Well, like...
5: Neighbors Two, but I saw that already. Mm.
2: So you sat through Angry Birds in order to rewatch Neighbors Two and Ninja Turtles Two,
5: right? Well, my friend Jason hadn't seen Ninja Turtles yet.
2: Okay, all right. Who now? I have an argument. Okay. okay. <laughs> I was just like, yeah. man, you've suffered a lot. I
5: was like, um, I've seen Neighbors Two, but like, do you want to see Neighbors Two? Like like, Fuck come... yeah, I want to see Neighbors Two. Can you
2: come to the drive-in like and only show up for the second movie? Yeah.
5: We okay. went early, and actually, you, it's a you good went thing because
2: you wanted to, like, you wanted to be able to review Angry Birds too. Angry Birds.
5: No, I, I we went early because, like, we we're paranoid that it would be sold out,
2: oh, so we couldn't okay.
5: get into Turtles.
2: Sure, okay, so, that makes sense. Yeah, gotcha. All right,
5: okay. Which it was. It was like super packed on totally a now I'm with Tuesday you. night. Yeah. yeah,
2: great, cool.
5: Usually the weekdays are de- deader, but yeah, it's yeah that lineup's really popular. So awesome.
2: Okay, cool, sweet. Me? James, why do you
0: hate walk hard so much?
2: Oh, um why do I hate Suck Hard a shitty cock story? Yeah. Um well
0: <laughs> I have uh, it on Blu-ray if you want to borrow it.
2: Uh, no, I've seen it. I've I seen, it, seen it in, I seen it in the theater when when one Sierra who I still care for uh forced me to go watch it um against my will. So uh A I don't think it's very funny. B, of of all of the like really dumb will Ferrell comedy movies, um like that was like as things were starting to get worse and you know he was he was going into that like semi pro and blades of glory era where it was like some of this blades is of funny blades of glory is funny yeah some of it's funny but it's not like will ferrell's great. not in walk hard yeah whatever they're all the same fucking people john, so john c
3: riley's in walk yeah, hard
2: yeah i know john c riley's really good in magnolia but he, he, he's yeah. also in lobster um anyway so and he's uh, actually kind
3: of good in the law can we just this
2: fuck guys <laughs> So I don't think it's very funny, uh, and I also actually find like some of the stuff that they do in that movie to be kind of insensitive. And the whole the whole like cuts his brother in half thing, like like that's how that guy's brother died.
0: So, like,
4: I'm just
2: saying <laughs> it's a little insensitive. No, it's not. Um, hey, how long ago was it? I'm just, it was the same year that they made the movie It was the funny then, and him. it's funny now. No, I mean, how long ago
0: was his brother cut in half?
2: I don't know, like 15 years? I don't know, whatever. It doesn't, it's I'm, not, just it's I'm just saying. You can't stand here and tell
3: me that if I got sawed in half, you wouldn't be laughing about it 15 minutes you, after If
2: you did, but if a famous <laughs> person's stranger brother, then I would care. Anyway, moving on to—is it done me? With the yes. Show. Is it what I've been watching? Okay. Uh, maybe I can. I will try to fucking keep us on task for once. Shit. Um, I've really only got two big things to talk about. Uh, the first one being that I got a chance to see Finding Dory. Um, so I, I'll sort of move through this pretty quickly because you guys reviewed it last week. Um, I will say that Piper. So. There is no conversation about whether or not people should go see Finding Dory. You should go see Finding Dory because Finding Dory is fun, and Piper is a masterpiece. And you need to go see Finding Dory so you see Piper, because um, that short film—it's—it's it's unfortunate they put such a great short film in front of a movie that, for me, is a little disappointing. Because like, Piper is is beautiful, and the story is is subtle and dynamic, and it's there's a lesson there. And there's multiple lessons there that I think are. Very original. Um, and so for me, I, I came out of it and was like, oh man, like, all I actually care about is Piper. Um, but anyway, yep. uh, Finding Dory, I think is really fun. I think it's a cute movie. Um, I was entertained and enjoying myself the whole time. Um, there are two takeaways for me. One, totally a cash grab. Um, <laughs> so my big fear of the movie, uh, was certainly true. That, like, I look at the movie and I go, hey, they, they sat down and they said, hey, we want to make a movie to, uh, sequel to Finding Dory, to Finding Nemo what could the story be and the the plot feels like they found an emotional core but as far as the story and the beats and like okay what is what what is the 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 adventure we're going on and and how we get from place to place to place it feels very thrown together it feels like oh, okay well then we run into this and like hey we got to call back to this again like it just feels very simple Whereas, when you go and look at, like, a Finding Nemo, like, that movie is so dense and well thought out and well paced, um, that, like, that movie is a masterpiece by comparison to this, which is, like, clearly them trying to make a sequel. Which is, is fine. It's a fun movie. It's just, you know, so my other thought is, Andrew Stanton had sort of gotten my hopes up because he had said, like, oh no, like, this, you know, our hook was when we figured out, like, this had to be a movie about her coming to terms with her disability. Uh, which totally sold me. Until, I started watching, like, until Finding Dory started, and I remembered, like, the first time I saw Nemo, and I saw his little fin, and I went, oh, shit. That's the plot of the first movie. Like, half the plot of of the original Finding Nemo is coming to terms with your disability, n- not only for Nemo, but for his dad. Um And so I was like, wait a second. How did you pull that over on me? Like, you convinced me that this was going to be fresh and new by telling me, it's gonna be the last movie again. You
5: know what's kind of messed um, up though is but, I read someone brought this up. Uh, they make such a big deal about like celebrating and like owning your disability. Yeah. But Randall, the the silly sea, sea lion, who's like
2: oh yeah, who's totally like he's got constantly
5: outcast. Yeah,
2: he's like the Downy the Down syndrome seal. Yeah. And he is constantly getting pushed off of the yeah. Exactly.
5: Right. And then there's one other. Who was it? Whereas was if it they had
2: just made him like cute and adorable. And, like, you felt really bad for the fact that Randall was never there, so you were rooting for Randall to get onto the rock. That would be a totally different thing, and would work just as well, because the, the joke there is off. The joke is that when you hear seals calling and, like, barking at each other, what they're saying is, Get off my rock, get off my rock, get off my rock. Like, that's really funny, in the same way that, you know, the seagull's saying, Mine, 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 my, like, you know. Um, so they, yeah, you're totally right. Like, it is really sort of unfortunate. Yeah. I hadn't thought of that. <laughs>
5: and the, the, there's some other character was it the the shark the whale shark
2: oh the whale yeah that she's always blind and she ends up getting help from yeah yeah because the whole the whole like idea of the place they're going oh no to. no it's
5: sorry it's not her it's uh the the bird that oh the bird with a pail uh becky yeah. becky like
2: yeah but becky they, is really uh is actually talented and can do everything that everyone thinks they can't yeah but so they make, of,
5: make fun of her like constantly
2: yeah they do but part of what nemo like nemo uses becky as argument for his with his dad to go like no you made becky feel bad you didn't trust becky and now we're stuck in this fish tank with this fake plastic fish like yeah why don't you just trust people um i, I agree but to a lesser extent on that one the, yeah. for ralph totally true i hadn't thought of that that's interesting <laughs> um oh, yeah, yeah ralph I, not I,
5: randall yeah.
2: randall i don't know whatever his name was i think you're right i think it was randall um
5: randall's the monster in monster tank oh whatever anyway um
2: but yeah i, I mean i think it's cute i definitely think people should check it out yeah. Right? but yeah um,
5: piper's definitely like the
2: <laughs> piper is the thing where like piper to me piper might be my favorite of their shorts um it, it's not quite you know it one of my favorites was la luna before this because for for me la luna like creates its own mythos. Because the idea, the idea that like the re- the reason that the moon is, is waning is because there are people who are, who are brushing the star, the stars off of the moon. Like, I think that's such a brilliant idea. Um, but Piper is, oh, it's just so good. Um, anyway, moving on. Um, I do want to quickly follow up that, uh, so i we're four episodes into Preacher, and Preacher gets better every week. No one should watch Pre- Preacher. Hey, Ryan, Ryan, you should probably watch Preacher. I, I think yeah, it's, right yeah, yeah. It's really good. They are totally pulling their punches. There are terrible people in the show, and like, they're not telling you why the people are terrible, other than just through like really good character development. Like, the show's really well written. Um, I care about all these characters really, like, uh, yeah. Anyway, um, so the only other thing is Punisher Warzone. Um, so I borrowed Punisher Warzone from Ryan because I'd never actually seen it. And, um. How was that for you? That movie's awesome. Mm-hmm. Like that movie's really good. Uh, the thing I was laughing about earlier when you guys were talking about the ravers was there's this beautiful moment when, so, so they put these like this parkour group in the movie, um, and they're what does <laughs> he call it the the urban free flow gang. Um, so these guys who just parkour everywhere, and I laughed
5: when they exploded.
2: Yes. Right. Like they're so obnoxious and it's you know, it's paying homage to like that period in, in and probably when this movie came out, it was when everyone was putting parkour in their movie. Right. So like every movie wanted to be the first ten minutes of, of Casino Royale. And so these guys are just I mean, they're basically doing parkour the way that that um Michael from The Office does parkour. Like they're not even always achieving anything, they're just running around and jumping on stuff. And there's a shot where they're they're superfluously jumping from one rooftop to another, and a rocket comes in and just blows one of them up, yep. <laughs> and it's amazing. Um, the whole opening sequence is is an awesome action movie that that I would say is on the level of like, man, I don't even want to reference this, but I will. It's on the level of like a, a good action scene from from Boondock Saints, right? Like it's not it's not amazing action. It's just it's good low budget rated R action where a lot of people are getting shot and like there's some stylized stuff. Um part of why I'm referencing that one is cuz there's a section where he's like hanging upside down. Uh but it's just really cool. The movie's really gory. I told you it's um, the best Punisher movie. It's totally the best Punisher movie. And I like the Thomas Jane movie but like all the stuff I think it's just terrible marketing cuz when I think mm-hmm. back to when that movie came out, oh, I for Christmas. Yeah, I didn't watch it cuz I was like this looks awful. Like the the design for jigsaw and even now watching it i'm like dude jigsaw's pretty dumb
0: no um, no and the dude who plays him is like wow well he's like
2: King Ham. he's re yeah he's really going for crazy um which is okay i just feel like i, I would have liked maybe a like twice as much money spent on his makeup so that he actually looks like someone so you know so that he doesn't look like a buffy the vampire slayer villain Um, because that's what he looks like right now. He looks like Adam from season four, which by the way (laughs) is an insult. Um, so that's too bad. Uh, but I, I think it's really cool. I think that, that, that version of the Punisher is like this really like quiet, doesn't talk that much and actually pretty somber kind of a character. Um, he sort of, uh, you, like, you get the idea that he actually is not very happy, you know, even though he's killing all these people. You probably um, read the
5: script, Is like, I don't want to say these lines.
2: No, I don't <laughs> think there are any lines. Like, I mean, The Punisher's not, like, Frank Castle's not a guy who should talk that much. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I, I was really pleasantly surprised by how cool that movie is. And they leave some hats on the ground. Like, they, they kill some characters that I really liked. And I was like, oh man, there's some, there's some depth here. Um, so yeah. Uh, I I would definitely recommend people see Punisher Warzone. So anyway, that's what I watched.
0: Nice. Uh I forgot to talk about last week I watched The Burbs for the first time and I don't know, since I was a kid. Yeah. And uh, it's pretty fun. I don't I don't think I've ever seen The Burbs it's, because my family hates it so much. Uh yeah, your brother told me that it terrifies him. Yes. And it is um it is a dark comedy. Uh the premise is, is these uh crazy guys Uh, family moves next door to Tom Hanks and his neighbors. uh, And so the whole time they're trying to figure out what these guys are doing and the more you get into it the more macabre. Like, are they harvesting body parts? Are they murdering people? Uh, They're afraid to go next door. But if you really sit back and watch it, it's a really huge campy comedy movie. Um, Where would you put it on a scale from
2: um, like... Finding Dory to nothing but trouble.
0: Um, wow, that's, that's a, a scale. that's a huge. I know. Scale. I really from
2: where would you put it on a scale from one to nothing but trouble? How does it uh, compare it to nothing but trouble? It's, oh, it's way better. Okay, so it's because
0: like yeah. The thing is, is Tom Hanks is in it, and you know Tom Hanks is always good, <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, there's actually this really funny part, and I uh, Joe Dante is a fun director, and uh, <laughs> the way he shoots it is really clever. So. Tom Hanks, I forget his neighbor's name and I feel like an idiot now, but. Uh, Steven. Uh, sure. And so they're talking and he's throwing a ball to his dog. And in the background, you see the dog run to the fence and the dog is digging something up. And the, the camera angle never changes. It's the two actors in the foreground and the dog is in the background. And in the background, you can see the dog, like, pick up a, a femur bone and, uh, start running towards him. And then, uh, the first time he comes up, Tom Hanks just grabs it and, Throws it and then the dog goes, gets it again. And then he comes back and then Tom Hanks picks it up and throws it. And the dog picks up, comes back. And then he picks it up and looks at it and he goes, Ah! And the camera goes in and out as he's screaming. So it's like totally goofy. Um, it's That's definitely not as uh, scary as I remember it. I mean, there's still yeah. some pretty goofy parts in it. Uh, it's
2: maybe not good for like a 10 year old who's yeah, sensitive yeah. to stuff. Yeah. Because,
0: I mean, uh, towards the end, it does go to a pretty dark area. Um, that I think is why your brother was so scared of it. Yeah. Because it doesn't, it doesn't follow the conventions of, oh, there's some misunderstanding. No, it goes pretty dark. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's pretty funny and, uh, Tom Hanks is really great in it. Yeah. And Carrie Fisher's his wife and she's really good in it. Corey Feldman plays his, like, um, neighbor who's always like a slacker in painting. It's pretty funny. Cool. Um, so yeah. I recommend it. I, uh, rewatched 10 Cloverfield Lane, oh, which you know is still such an amazing movie. Yeah. Um, did you see it? I got the steelbook at Best Buy. Oh, I need to look at it. Yeah. It's, it looks like a film noir. Poster. You gotta, you gotta,
2: you gotta let me covet your Blu-ray. Yeah.
0: Um, oh, I can see it from here. And actually the, the slipcover on this normal one's cool because it's like cut in half. And so when you slide it down, it just is the house that makes the, uh, logo. Um, so it's, it's also kind of different and, uh, but the movie is fantastic. And watching it again, I, I, John Goodman is so great in the movie. And the movie getting on Blu-ray is worth it alone for there is a commentary by Dan Trachtenberg and JJ Abrams oh, on snap. it. Snap! And I mean, they have like 40 minutes of featurettes on it, but the, the commentary, is how, amazing. Are,
2: are you in love with Dan Trachtenberg now? Oh, like, yeah. just like I am. Yeah. Oh man, he's so good.
0: It is, and they talk about the concept and why they <laughs> chose it, and how. Is it them in a room or is it separate? Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. Oh. Um. Uh, all right. It's just yeah. It's so I definitely recommend it. Not only for the movie, but the commentary is one of the best I've heard in a long time. Yeah. I, heck, just for that—that that cover is so cool. Um, I don't know if you can find him anymore. I haven't seen. I've been to Best Buy twice since, and I haven't seen him since. Um, but Ryan, do you
2: do you have any shellfish in the house? <laughs>
0: I do not. <laughs> um, Damn, my wife that's might. Old. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, okay, I I watched on. Jaws two again. I haven't seen Jaws two in a long time. That's good. And I actually think it's a pretty effective sequel. Totally. Um, I, I I like. I actually like the character of Chief Brody a lot in it, mm-hmm. where he he knows something's wrong. And the town doesn't believe him again, but the town doesn't believe him because they think he's unhinged. Yeah. Because, right. uh, there's even that great scene where he, he's in the shark tower and he sees the, uh, the school of bluefish, which he thinks is a shark and he starts shooting it and all those kids are crying and, yeah. and the, you know, the source It's just a, a school of bluefish, man. And uh, Roy Scheider is so great as an actor and the only, I think the biggest downfall to the movie isn't really the script. I think it's actually pretty tight is, um, I think the direction isn't as good. Um, because Steven Spielberg had trouble with the shark working. So by the time the sequel rolls around, they've worked out the kinks. Yeah. So they, they show the shark too much. Yeah. And so it, it hurts it and it hurts the suspense. Yeah. Having said that, there are some really cool mo- uh, shots in it. Uh, yeah, I, I think there's some good
2: scary, like when the when the shark comes and gets when the when the boyfriend and girlfriend are in the in the oh, boat, yeah. and like he's trying to swim to it, and it smashes him against the boat. Yeah, like, that's a good
0: scene. And there's also uh, actually I think the most effective scare in it, or uh, is so the shark is harassing these kids on these sailboats. Yeah, and uh, so he the shark hits, and the kids fall in the water, and the camera is positioned right behind the dorsal fin so you see the shark like turn and uh zoom in on this uh girl who's helping up michael yeah. up onto the boat and the way it's shot is she pushes uh michael up and you see the shark slowly come out of the water and then it goes to behind her and he eats her like in one gulp yeah and i, th- I it's pretty great uh, so there is moments in that film that are pretty effective uh-huh um and it's weird, so I bought all three of the Blu-rays from Amazon, and Jaws 3 is on back order for a month. Because <laughs> they only made 12 copies. Cause Probably.
2: Like, hey, nobody wants
0: this! So I have Jaws 2 and Jaws the Revenge, but I didn't get Jaws 3. Yeah. My uh, estimated delivery time is July 7th through August 31st. <laughs> <laughs> of like, 2018. I'm like, what the hell is going on? But if you cl- look on Amazon right now, they said you can it'll, it'll show up in two days. So I, I don't know. Whatever. Um, it doesn't matter.
2: I love that your son is trying to kill the cat.
0: Yeah, that's how he plays with her. <laughs> uh, and the last thing I watched this week is I watched Dumbo again. And uh, Dumbo is Disney's most simple story, but maybe its most heartfelt story. So
2: I haven't seen Dumbo since I was a very wee child.
0: No, you should see it again. So
2: Dumbo is about a large-eared elephant who yeah. can fly, yep. and his mother like leaves
0: yep. or something? No, 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 no. Um, Dumbo is the first movie that ma- makes it that you have to accept yourself and with people with disabilities oh. because he is so It's like of... it's like
2: finding Dory. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so he's.
0: I'll get it for you, bud. Fuck. Hey, I'm I'm impatient and I want some <laughs> chips, Ryan.
2: Give me some chips.
0: I don't know what the hell is wrong with him right now. <laughs> um, so the the movie's beautiful and the Blu-ray is stunning. I love Disney. They do such a wonderful job restoring their old movies on blu-ray yeah um anyways no the story is is uh miss jumbo wants a little boy or a baby and so they actually have storks deliver the babies and it's really cute yeah uh and so she gets Uh, little
3: sterling holloway plays uh the stork.
0: yep that's right and so uh she gets jumbo jr and when he sneezes his ears go and he has really big ears and then they say he's not jumbo he's dumbo so the the other elephants make fun of him. Because people
2: with big ears are dumb.
0: Yes. And so they okay. make fun of him, and then the kids make fun of him at the circus, and the mom gets mad, and she's locked away, and she's called a mad elephant. Um, and then Dumbo has to realize his self-worth, and he ends up being able to fly. Uh And so he uses his disability to an advantage. What makes this movie so great is... You get to a point when you watch so much Disney like I have uh-huh. that you actually could pinpoint the animator. And Ward Kimball did uh-huh. the crows. He's, he also did Jimmy Cricket and uh, some of the dwarfs. Uh, he is.
3: He did the soup sequence for White. Yeah.
0: And he's, mm-hmm. I can tell his animation style because the way he animates how characters move. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's so great. And this, he has a, a moment where the two crows come together and they look, they move like one until they turn and then they separate. It's, it's an amazing feat. Uh, if you appreciate old animation and how technically sound he is and the way he makes his characters act, uh, like Jimmy, the Jiminy cricket is so much fun. Um, you know, people will say the crows are racist now. I, I I don't think so. In fact, it's only because they keep using the N word. Um, I think it's, Uh, They actually become kind of like a father figure.
3: Hold on. They don't use that word. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I had to just point that out going. (laughs) I
0: know. But the movie is beautiful. It is... I think it's Disney's most heartfelt film. Uh, I still think Pinocchio is their greatest animated film. But I think Dumbo is is pretty great.
3: You can't help but not cry with uh, Baby Mine.
0: Oh, and... The... There's a, there's a. This is how great this movie is too. There's a part where his mom's locked away into in a cage, and it says "Mad Elephant Danger," and she's missing her baby, and she's swaying, and then it uh, dissolves into Dumbo, and he's mm-hmm. doing the exact same movements, and it's 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 wonderful. It's it's a great film, and it's only 63 minutes long. Are it you subs- flies by. Are you subscribed
3: to the theory that uh, so if anybody has never seen Dumbo? There's a scene where a bunch of the clowns who have adopted dumbo into their act um get drunk and decide they're going to ask the big boss for a raise and they all start flopping around in a silhouette yeah it's the animators isn't it it's disney's version oh, yeah. of the animators oh, it was yeah. a, it was there was a oh, strike, yeah. there's, a strike going on, oh, <laughs> there's a strike going was, on oh
0: absolutely there's a strike going on There's a little subtle dig at walt um I wasn't sure if
3: you, if that was just, like, something I've heard before or if that's a confirmed fact. Uh,
0: I don't know if it's confirmed facts. I don't know if the animators would ever admit to it. Right. But you can... You can, you can pinpoint yeah, the difference. Because they even say lines like, we've been working so hard and we bring in all the big crowds and we deserve a raise. And uh, you know, it's, I just like the song, we're gonna ask the big boss for yeah. a raise. And the the pink elephants on parade is an amazing piece of animation. Who was the
3: supervising animator on that sequence? Did they say in the documentary?
0: Uh no. Um I don't know. Yeah, I, I I'm not sure. I have um, to look that up. So yeah, that's what I watched this week. Uh Dumbo's amazing. So James, if
5: you want that steel book. Awesome. Yeah. Your options are to go to Boulder. Okay. To go to two places in Aurora.
2: Okay, better than Boulder.
5: Or Loveland Greeley. In Bloodland and Greeley. Or
2: oh, where it is. <laughs> is, the it the, is it the Southland's South Best Buy? California.
5: Uh, it's the Mississippi <laughs> Avenue and I-70 and Tower.
0: Uh. Ugh, I-70 and Tower, that place sucks. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to do <laughs> not, that. Not the, not the Best Buy, but getting there is awful. They're each
5: like 20 miles away. So Yeah. Yep.
2: Cool. What are we doing
0: next? Uh, what's coming out on Blu-ray? Awesome.
1: I could have been at a barbecue!
0: So, uh, you know, the, the... John Goodman's so good in that movie... He is so scary.
2: Uh, by that movie, do you mean Kung Fu Panda
0: Three? Sure, because that's coming out is on Blu-ray this
2: week. No, he's not. But Jack Black is, and he's also fat. Yeah. Um, Eye in the, the Sky. Fuck? I don't know. I was just, <laughs> I was trying. I was just trying to get the conversation back. i More like Jack Fat.
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, Eye in the Sky, which is the uh, the Helen Mirren movie about. Uh, about drones?
3: One of the last live-action Alan Rickman performances.
2: Oh, right. Yep. Aw. Why didn't they... They should have put him on the cover. Come on. Uh, Whiskey Tango Foxtrot, which... Lo- that looked
0: pretty funny. I wanted, I yeah. wanted to see that. I wanted to see better that. better
3: than I thought it was going to be. Oh, yeah? Yeah.
0: Cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm a, a sucker for Margot Robbie, so I'd, I I'll probably see it.
3: She's good in it, too.
0: Awesome. I will check that out. It's got Martin Freeman in it. That's awesome. Cool, um,
2: Criterion has got a new version of Brad's favorite old movie, Doctor Strangelove, or How I Learned to Stop Worrying and Love the Bomb. Uh, so the th- box art's really cool. Yeah, it's really cool. Like, I don't usually buy a lot of of Criterion ver- Blu-rays. Uh this is one
0: I might just fork the cash over for I think it
5: has a bunch of like extra stuff inside it too, which is really cool.
0: Oh dude. Yeah, okay. see I'm torn because I have the like the book edition. Yeah, which is a cool edition. It is. But it's interesting because that's you know, they well, I, I But get...
5: Criterion dug up Stanley Kubrick so he could direct or approve oh, nice. this edition, so that's too
0: bad. <laughs> 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 There'll be no fighting in the war room.
4: <laughs> so when the Grace Lines of Movie. I history. Can walk!
2: <laughs>
3: uh,
0: Spoiler
4: alert
3: <laughs>
2: For a 40 year old movie uh, uh, Red vs. Blue The Chorus Trilogy Which is seasons Wait, 11 through 13 That's still a thing It's totally still a thing And it's getting a, a steel book edition
0: It, it um, petered
3: out after season 5
2: Oh
0: Totally um, I've never watched an episode I just know it's Petered out oh, after you, season 1
2: Yeah no No I would say the first Like four seasons You're Were mean. really good <laughs>
0: uh, When they started Getting into like
2: Epic stories That's when it's, it fell apart um, Ray Harryhausen, Special Effects Titan. So this is a, uh, a special edition Blu-ray documentary thing about Ray door. Harryhausen, I think. Me too. <laughs> I think that's hey. what it is. Uh, yeah, that's totally Hi. what it is. It's got, it's got Hi. interviews with Edgar Wright and Simon Pegg and Peter Lord. Um, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's totally just a documentary. I want to make sure it wasn't just like a collection of some of his films. Um, so that's cool. On the set of Sinbad. Neat. So if you're a big Ray, Ray Harryhausen fan, check that out. Uh, Return of the Killer Tomatoes is getting an Arrow release this week, which has got a pretty cool cover. George Clooney. Oh really? Yeah, interesting. Um, so if you're one of those fans, uh, Rams, which was a indie movie from like what Sweden or something last year mm-hmm. uh, about some sheep, I it looked really interesting. I don't remember what it was actually about um but anyway check out rams uh and then the very last movie i have i actually we're gonna play a little game on this one so i'm gonna give you the tagline of this film and you're gonna give me the title the tagline is satan has
0: jaws the jaws of satan i knew you're on the right track it's pretty good it's pretty good
3: but he doesn't
2: have Jaws too. No, no. Well, that actually, he probably doesn't. Um, Demon Shark? Oh, you're getting you're getting hell close. Hell Shark? Don't, ah, oh, ah, oh, okay. So don't think so, don't be quite so smart. Be a You gotta really, like, just get reference Like, just, if you weren't trying at all, you would come up with the, the shark title. Shark's
3: Fins or Idle Playthings?
0: Shark from Hell. Oh, no, but you're hell, close. Hell Shark. Shark Exorcist. <laughs> oh, <my> God. <laughs> Uh, so the cover of this
2: movie, which I have...
5: Uh, Wait, is it like exorcisms of people who are possessed by sharks or is no, it. No, it's a
2: demonic shark.
5: It's, it's a demonic the Max
2: shark. The sharks? Movie possessed by. by movie <laughs> of people possessed by shark is a better movie. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Can you just see like the little girl lying in bed and like they come in and she's just like. She's just, like chomp, sp- chomp, chomp, yes, chomp, she's, chomp, chomp, like, chomp. She's like swimming <laughs> yeah. on her back. Like, please help my daughter. She's possessed
4: by a shark.
2: (laughs) Throw it some chum. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness! No. So the cover, (laughs) the cover is uh, we're standing behind a a preacher. He has a big glowy cross in one hand, and in front of him, emerging from what appears to be a pool of lava, some kind of magma thingy. Uh, clearly, coming from hell is a big demonic looking black and like orange shark thing nice um so there you go shark exorcist well, and by the title the the plot of the film is clearly that people love this shark and he needs to come exorcise the demon out of the shark right that's this is it's about like an aquarium where Everybody really loves, like, all the kids love coming to the, see this shark. He's the shamu of sharks. And he has been possessed by a demon. Yeah. That's clearly what the movie's about, right?
5: Your mother eats seals in hell. Your mother eats seals in hell.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome.
0: Oh. The power of the coral reef compels yeah, you.
3: <laughs> what an excellent day for a chomping.
0: Does, it, right. does it compel me? <laughs> I knew that, was eventually, really. that yeah. was eventually going to pay off. Uh, anyway, that is Blu-rays. This week on Real Nerds Podcast, we saw Independence Day. Resurgence. Re- revengeance. Re- recharge. Re-char- <laughs> Rearmed. Should people see Independence Day? I didn't bother to see this movie. <laughs> You didn't see it? No, I didn't. Uh, Brad, should people see Independence Day? Uh, fuck, I guess not. (laughs) James?
2: Um, if you're a big Independence Day fan, like, there are two redeeming parts of this. A, it's got the Independence Day aliens in it, and the other is that it's got Micah Monroe in it, and she's attractive. Um, but other than that, like, it's pretty dumb. I, if you want a, like a kind of fun time, I enjoyed myself while I was watching it, but it's got a lot of very stupid, stupid shit in it.
5: It's okay, and it's kind of messy. I guess I wouldn't say no, but it's it's not great.
2: Yeah, like I had a fun time. I just at the like theater. the first
5: one so much, and it's not the first one.
2: Oh, agreed, hundred percent. It is not even close. Yeah. So, uh, but I mostly enjoyed my time. I wish that anyone had asked me to do a pass on the script because I could have fixed a lot of it.
5: You know, what I wanted this one to be the movie they're alluding to at the end of this movie.
2: Totally! The setup at the end of the movie is what I want. Because the first 20 minutes... Anyway, we should get, we should yeah. let Ryan go, but yeah. No,
0: this is one of the worst movies of the year. It was awful. <laughs> what? I fucking hated this movie. <laughs> I'm not joking. I I think it's one of the worst movies I've seen in a long time. Oh, this is gonna be fun. Yeah, here's the shitty trailer for the shitty movie Independence so Day. So, I'm gonna change
2: my vote. Yes, everyone should see this movie. This movie is a masterpiece. Ryan, let's go!
0: <laughs> Y'all go full on yes. <laughs>
5: Just out of spite
4: Going crazy up here. I can't take it anymore.
0: Tell me how much you miss me.
4: Mm, You know how much I miss you.
0: I Can't believe it's been 20 years Still gonna take your father to the anniversary?
1: We wouldn't be here if it wasn't for him. On this day in
4: 1996, the world escaped the clutches of extinction.
1: Your father was the bravest man I've ever seen. We all lost someone
2: we love.
4: But in their sacrifice, we found the technology to build a stronger and safer Earth because our survival is only possible when we stand together.
1: Did they get the lights
4: we didn't it happened on its own two days ago
1: 20 years ago when we destroyed the mothership we detected a burst in an x-band frequency directed toward deep
3: space
4: Looks like someone picked up the phone and answered. A distress call.
1: They're coming back. That is definitely bigger than the
4: last one. It has its own gravity.
1: What goes up must come down shouldn't we be nervous um yeah why are they screaming they're not screaming they're celebrating we could use our isolation chamber that contains their telepathy
4: where's my dad how did
1: he get in here He overrode the system. Sir, please unlock the door. Don't you worry about me. Just get as many answers as you can. She has arrived. Who is she? Our whole lives built up to this moment. It's Touchdown over the Atlantic! Which part? All of it!
0: Make them pay.
2: Not going out there to make friends. We've got to remind them Earth is not for the taking. All
0: fighters, obey! obey.
2: You are screwing with the wrong species.
1: I had years to get us ready.
4: Right? We're going down!
1: We never had a chance. We didn't last time either. We convinced an entire generation that this is a battle that we could win. We sacrifice for each other, no matter what the cost. And that's worth fighting for. It's the 4th of July, so let's show them some fireworks. Hold on! They like to get the landmarks.
0: No, this movie's a piece of shit. It's great. It's a masterpiece. <laughs>
2: Roland Emmerich is a genius.
0: It's better than p- The Patriot. No, everything in this movie is boring. Like, all the action scenes are boring. All the action scenes feel like a video. All,
2: all the action scenes were in, the, in in a jet feel like a video game. It's 100%.
5: It's designed for 3D. Like, it was all designed
0: No, to... don't give him any, Hold uh, on. cut him any slack. This movie's a piece of is, shit.
4: What
2: year is it that you're designing anything <laughs> for
0: 3D? He's little, like, he's a little behind the
5: 3D curve. What was the well, last movie in three 3- he did in three D?
2: I don't know. What was the last movie he did? The guy's been a hack for twenty years. Um, the guy's literally been a hack since the Patriot.
5: Yeah. So yeah. fifteen years. I was trying to remember what the last because. It's not twenty twelve. Twenty twelve.
2: Is it twenty twelve? Day oh. after
0: tomorrow. Who th- gives a shit? That was Roland before, Emmerich yeah. is not a good. No, he's
2: a, he's a hack. He's made three decent movies. I
0: think the Patriots fun. Yeah. Let, me, let me let me tell you why this movie is awful. One, the dialogue is garbage. Yep. Two, they uh, their exposition pisses me off constantly. Oh, so much exposition. Wait, 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 wait. How about
2: the scene? <laughs> How about the scene where Bill Pullman has decided he's going to fly the space tugboat, and so his daughter shows up and she's like, "No, you're not." And and in the span of three minutes, she decides to trick him, but there's no plan. And then he decides to trick her, but there's no plan. All of this just so that the writers don't have to man up and write a scene where those two care about each other and say nice things before they die.
5: Like, no, it's He doesn't that, even that, hug her before he leaves. He's just like, ha, I win, I'm going.
2: What I just described is why the movie is not as good as Independence Day, because Independence Day spends a lot of time early on actually making you like the characters, and then it's willing to make the characters suffer constantly and kill every... like. The reason why you love Bill Pullman is that his his speech at the end comes after he's failed over and over and over again and his wife died. Like, holy shit.
4: In this movie
5: um, his like don't... little half speech is even better, like they do that William Fickner tries to do what he did in the last movie.
0: Oh, and it's so sad. And it's sad. Well, no, I already knew um this movie was in trouble. In the first four minutes of it, um they're rehashing the, the speech because everybody loves a speech from Independence Day. <gasps> so good, the speech is so good. Yeah, not when it's used as a, a tool to get me into a movie that I know is going to be shit. No, agreed. Um, so... <laughs> Kellen, Jesus fucking Christ, what is wrong with this kid? Um, Where does he learn to swear like that? I don't know. <laughs> um, so, the film starts with this message being transmitted to these aliens billions of light years away. Yeah. And the one alien is like, I'm mad. And so... I'm going to push this button. I'm going to push this button that activates the Would ship.
2: You, you don't need to explain... Because we're at the movie. We know they come back. Like Yeah, they're resurged. We know they're going to (laughs) resurge.
0: So there's also, and I will say this, this movie needs Will Smith in a bad way. (laughs) It needs chemistry in a bad way. It needs an actor that can have fun.
2: It needs... No, uh, uh, so I'll fight you on How minutes. annoying, it needs, it needs writers to allow actors to have chemistry. Because well, yeah, I, none I, of the dialogue or scenes allows any of the characters to breathe or have any fun. Right? Like, Will Smith is only able to do what he does if he has some scenes where he's sitting in a room with Jeff Goldblum. But in this movie, all of my main characters are sitting
0: in, like, opposite ships or they're on opposite but, but planets. It, no, but here's the thing, too, though, is with Will Smith... He's actually charismatic. So even even if he's given garbage, I think he can elevate somewhat ele- elevate the material. But, but the the thing that lets him down is so – and I like Liam Hemsworth. I do.
2: I think Liam Hemsworth, I think that Mike, Micah Monroe, and I think that um, – even the guy who plays... Like, the guy who plays Liam Hemsworth's, like, buddy... Oh, he's so no, annoying. Who's, who's not... He's not great, but, like, I think a lot of these actors can do this no, stuff. I, even Jeff Goldblum... They can I him... fucking finish? No, because I'm fighting with you. Okay. Even Jeff Goldblum is really good at this. He's proven it Cue in the, the, the last Star movie. Star Trek battle
3: music. This is the opposite of the <laughs> Mockingjay <laughs> episode. So, yeah.
2: but Jeff never has anyone to talk to. Like, Jeff Goldblum never has a fun person that he can have a conversation with.
0: Yeah, that's... And so the Keller, what, what Keller. I what, no it's fine so what I don't what I don't like is so they set up this conflict between <laughs>
2: Liam Hemsworth it's a good thing you're cute
0: Liam Hemsworth and Will Smith's stepson's character yeah they set up this thing and you don't know what it is and they have this scene in the cafeteria is like uh oh here comes Big Willie Style's son and and he shows up and he punches him and then the next scene with Liam Hemsworth is him watching a training video of what he did to him. Oh, it's terrible.
2: And, and honestly. And you can't even tell
0: what he did to him. You're like, <laughs> you guys are fighting over this? Like. That's what I mean. So it's a training exercise. So he's mad. So in this training exercise, they're like in the top gun of, I don't know, alien flight school. Sure. And yeah. so they're trying to get through this narrow canyon and Liam Hemsworth character accidentally hits. Big Willie-style son's uh, <laughs> airplane and causing him to crash, but the dude parachutes out. Like, really? You're going to be mad about it, bro? Who cares? Yeah, but he was going to win the race.
2: He could have died in that canyon. Yeah. Like his dad did, man. Yeah. Like and his dad did.
5: Why don't they just have him accidentally kill his dad? Way more impactful.
2: Oh. No. Because here's the thing. One of my biggest problems with this movie is... It's um, shit.
0: No, Uh, no. How about when, at the beginning, where they have Cela Ward's president basically tell you what's happened in the last 20 years, and then a customer's like, oh, I'm reading a speech. Great speech, uh, former first uh, daughter of the president. Oh, my God. It's awful. Yeah. And nothing.
2: Okay, hold on. uh, Let me say something bad about this movie, Ryan, that I like. Gosh. Um, are you tired yet? so there's God. two, there's two, no, he's, he's, he's a, he's a cold fusion bomb of energy, man. Every time they say cold fusion in this movie, I had a hard time not laughing at them.
5: Yeah, that's not the science, is it? Right.
4: Yeah. Cold
2: fusion's like more science fiction than the aliens are. Anyway, um, so Vivica A. Fox and Jeff Goldblum's dad both show back up again and they're terrible <laughs> and worthless. Vivica A. Yeah. Fox, is a distraction and her, spoilers, her death is terrible and not impactful and like the opposite of every awesome death in Independence Day. Also, they uh, like, got like
5: everyone back except for Jeff Goldblum's wife in this movie?
2: Yeah, well, yeah. Like, what's she doing? Yeah. Cause she would have been cool. Like, I would have liked to see her again. Um, well, her, yeah. And then, um, and then they, so Jeff Goldblum's dad shows up and he is a complete useless distraction. Like, unlike some of the other... In the first movie, you have people, like, trekking the Earth, because you're supposed to see, like, what it's like for normal people in this destruction, right? You're supposed to get that sense. It, which, in this case, is insane, because at one point, the Burj Khalifa drops on London. It's ridiculous. Half the planet is gone. Um, but anyway, like, he's just driving around with some random kids in a school bus. I don't know why he's there. He ruins the momentum at every point <laughs> he's in. And he's just annoying. And then at the end, it's just so that Jeff Goldblum can be in the fucking bus. Like, why are you, why did you take Jeff Goldblum and lock him in bus hell? What are you doing with these characters that I love? And this is,
0: this is my problem with Roland Emmerich too. So they set up this African warlord. And he has this yes, stupid boy. scene where he's like putting, getting samurai swords. No, no, You're like, machetes.
1: He's got machetes in a
0: display case. It's awesome. No, it's not. Probably his it's father's so machetes. Cool. Yeah. It's like these machetes
2: were passed down for generations. From warlord to warlord.
0: Every, everything I dislike about <laughs> Roland Emmerich films is in this film and amplified. Oh, man. Shitty characters. Yeah. Boring action scenes. How
5: about that, uh,
0: this poor direction?
5: That like accountant guy who's like, palling around with the warlord oh it's
0: terrible oh
2: he's awful oh, he's so God. bad like, yeah but it, it's not but, funny but but yeah. uh there are a few times i remember like chuckling a few times it's not genuinely funny
0: i would agree wait what'd you laugh at how horrible uh, the cgi was at some point so I don't oh, the green I don't screen remember. at the end oh Fuck. my gosh yeah um and then you know you, you mentioned the uh bill pullman i'm gonna fly scene so he's he's crazy bill pullman until he shaves his beard. <laughs> yeah. Like that the was beard, awesome! the beard is what makes him crazy. Beards totally make people crazy. I... Um, Even can
2: when... we, can we talk about how strangely progressive this film is? Because it has Brent Spiner playing the most constantly, like, like, like the most emotional death in the movie is his husband. Yeah, but it's handled poorly. I would say so. But it's bizarre, that, my point is how, I said bizarrely progressive it is. Yeah, well. Like, I wouldn't, it's not, it's not like, it's well, on the well, nose, what but it's I will not, like. Forceful. What I
0: like about it is they they didn't make a big he- deal of it.
2: Yeah, like it's not heavy-handed. They're not like rubbing yeah. your nose in it and going like, "He's gay." Do you get it? He's gay, and it's okay. And like, I, no, it's just it's just here's his husband because he's been in a coma forever. Yeah,
0: and I, I I did like his character. His character didn't bother me that much. No, because when he was talking about the laser and stuff, I mean it's fun.
2: Even though he is one hundred percent without a question super dead at the end of the first movie, like there, dude. Dude checks his pulse and is like, "He's dead." In the script, it literally says, "He's dead." Well, I'm just saying, movies
5: changed from the scripts.
2: Anyway, anyway. Um yeah, but I don't know. I I had some fun parts with it. No, no, I at think all. that the end when like the the uh, okay, two things. One, I think it's interesting that they like.
0: They added a bunch more mythos to why the aliens are here and what they're doing. No, because it's stupid. Because the sh- so the ship that they had monitoring them drilling to the Earth's molten core. Um Yeah, that's the plot of the movie. <laughs> oh, in the first one, oh, no, <laughs> the, the ship. My theater laughed
5: <laughs> out loud when those guys got the million a hundred million dollars
0: to watch the, sh- the <laughs> molten core. Well, okay. So how do they have a screen that shows them where the it's drilling, dude. Science. Because they got rad- they got cold fusion <laughs> and flying
2: ships and radars. It's the future, man. At one point, that in this has movie- a countdown
0: and it knows exactly how long it's going to take yes. for the drill. It's stupid. At one point in this movie, a character utters the line, "Gentlemen, welcome to the moon." That's <laughs> I- awesome. I'm pretty sure there's 18 MacGuffins in this fucking movie. Oh, this, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's fucking shit. So, okay, so let me tell you another big plot hole, like, fuck you, Brad. Like, Swiss cheese. (laughs) Um, so, they, they hijack the aliens' ships, and they're like, wrecking havoc, and they're shooting them. Yeah. Then all of a sudden, the queen decides she's gonna control them. Yeah, that was fucked up and stupid. So, um, (laughs) so, wait,
2: we've skipped forward, right? So, we're on the moon, but if you, and if you li-
5: turn on your jets really hard, you can release yourself from the alien's I guess. control.
2: Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> we're skipping too far forward. So we're on the moon, and Lena Hemsworth is driving around in, in his space tugboat, and, uh, he acts, like his, his dumb friend accidentally knocks over the giant space laser and almost crushes everybody, um, and they're totally okay with that, and they're really pissed when he saves the day. But anyway, that's beside the point. So, a big sphere that basically looks like looks like the head of Marvin oh, from my God. I totally from, forgot how Hold on. This part is. It looks like the head of Marvin from Hitchhiker's, uh, Hitchhiker's Guide, Guide comes out and everybody's like, "Ah! Shoot him with a laser." So they shoot him with a laser and it crashes on the Earth uh, or on the moon. And Jeff Goldblum flies up there in, in the tugboat and and goes and looks at it. And they find like they find a smaller version of the head of Marvin from <laughs> Hitchhiker's Guide and uh it's inside of it is like a crazy future robot, and the crazy future robot's like, "Hey, I got this planet, and I've been keeping all the people on it, and we we made." No, no, I big...
5: said they they all turn themselves in energy.
2: Well, his race did. Yeah, but his race goes around and it grabs up all the people who have survived a little bit of the of the cockroach aliens, and um and they're over there and they're making like big 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 bombs and lasers and shit. But what they don't have. It, this is not said explicitly but this is where the subtlety of the movie comes in what they don't have is heart so they really need a, they, at the end when they learn <laughs> They that, need like humanity the humans the humans have really got heart so they they want the aliens Yeah, Zach. Are su- you yes fucking so they serious? need they need the human race to come to this planet and lead their warriors in a war against the space cockroaches I want to see that movie so bad.
5: I I For a while there, I thought the uh the Ryan, Martian head was like... <laughs> <laughs> I you. I
3: was this really hoping the Mar- the garbage.
5: Martian head was actually like... I don't
3: like even need to buy Our
5: technology it. in the future coming back to help us.
2: Oh, dude, that would be cool, too.
5: Yeah. Maybe we'll learn that. Maybe they'll learn... They're not yeah. going to make another one.
2: They're totally <laughs> going to make another one. <laughs> no. no. Dude, Ryan? we have to go to the planet now. Ryan.
5: Brent Spiner said so.
2: There is a Chinese character with a complete Chinese subplot in this film, and characters say Chinese out loud, this movie's going to make all the fucking money. Like, you're going... In the same way that you're going to get a Warcraft sequel, you're going to get a sequel to this movie.
0: That's why well, they did the, it. Well, the, the alien ship is 3,000 miles wide. It is. It, and it, has its own gravity field.
2: Well, until the Burj Khalifa needs to fall, and then what comes up comes, also can come down.
0: Yeah, which is not how good works. And then it works, parks the on Earth. Huh? And so when they kill the the queen alien, it just gets up and leaves. It's like, all right, we're out. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Well, it gets called back by the other queens. They said that. Yeah. They we're, said that. We're out. If they can uh, start a ship from billions of miles away, couldn't they just hit a button and let it keep on drilling? <laughs> I fucking hate this
2: movie. For, for, for 13 more seconds? Yeah, you're right. You're right.
0: This movie is garbage.
2: Yeah, but it was kind of cool where they no. had, like... Wait, Micah Monroe's like she's flying that ship, and she's like, ah! "Yeah." And so why and did she, she like, fly? And then right, and but then it's too bad. Then that you she see, didn't then you
0: see her again, and she's like wearing like a skimpy shirt. Like, what the fuck? Why is she out of her flight suit? Do yeah, you, exactly. Do, do
2: you really want me to answer that question?
0: Well, I know why, <laughs> but so, it's just stuff like that sticks out to me as like a sore thumb. So, no, I agree. So how come volcanoes haven't killed us yet? In what direct hole to the core? <laughs> So, yeah, so I still think, like, roland <laughs> all the time just, like, saw Man of Steel. He's like, oh, wow, that's cool when, like, alien technology drills to the center of the Earth and has gravity. It's the same fucking thing. Yeah. Yeah, it is. But but here's the thing.
2: The Independence Day aliens look cool. Actually, they, they actually look less cool because they added, like, the squid face things from Pirates of the Caribbeans to it, Uh and that was too bad. I don't know why they all have squid faces now.
0: <laughs> I didn't oh, what die. about that scene where... uh President, whatever the fuck his name is. Uh, Bill Pullman. Bill Pullman. Uh, they're he's, like talking. James Whitmore. His name is Bi- President right. Bill Pullman. <laughs> they're, they're going, we need to interrogate one of them. And all of a sudden he's gone. Yeah. And he's in a cell. Where did my dad go? Where did my dad go? Fucking stupid. was he walking with the a cane? movie I've seen in a long time. <laughs> he
2: was walking with a cane, but he ran away.
0: <laughs> he got to that room very fast. What other movies yeah. were bad this year?
2: Also, okay, hold on, hold on. If you have a huge prison full of aliens... Why do you keep them in their exosuits? Why do you keep them in their exosuits? No Pull one wants back. to touch them. Right.
5: If you touch them, you get strangled.
2: You spray them with whatever, like, <laughs> you punch them in the face and say, welcome to Earth, and they fall asleep. <laughs> That's how you do it. Come on. So Did we learn not so,
0: so the bus is going to Area 51, driven by Jeff Goldblum's father. Wow. And then all of a sudden, they cut the next thing. It's driving across the salt flats. they are like, what the fuck?
2: <laughs> Area 51 is in the salt flats. They said that. <laughs> I'm pretty sure
0: they didn't. Well, they said and area they 51 said, is not by the salt flats. Well, the real area 51. But I fucking hate this movie.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh, I had fun. There's that moment where we're just turning our heads at the same time.
0: No, you're, you can't I, see
3: it. And I'm but... so mad because
0: I had to see it last night during you know prime time, so I had to pay an extra five bucks to see it.
4: Yeah.
0: <laughs> Ugh. yeah. This movie was awful. I've not been so mad at a movie in a long time. I know this is fun.
5: On a serious note, though, oh like, how
2: the tables have turned! Sorry, go
5: ahead. Uh, on a serious review note, like I think the biggest thing is like nothing has any real impact like the first movie. No, like yeah. the, the setup for the destruction, like it has the same beat for beat arc of yeah, the totally. same things happen, the same speech hap- same speech stuff happens, uh, the same battle sequences happen, <laughs> uh, but none of it has any. Yeah, well yeah, like, you're nothing right. Resonates. It's, because it's just, I'm not even a big happens. fan
0: of the first Independence Day, but the first Independence Day had like set pieces yeah, where great you go to and be like, Oh, this yeah. is you know here it's like, oh, it's this spaceship is landing. Yeah. And it's making China crumble. I and then
2: London. I, I shared on, on our Facebook page a little while ago that there is th- this video where this guy breaks down. There is a two page long scene where Jeff Goldblum plays chess in the park. And the whole reason the scene is there is so you can learn about Jeff Goldblum and why you should like him and learn about his dad. Like, it's all about setting up the characters. And there's not a lot of that here. Everything that's here like that is all really superficial so and it, honestly pretty dumb. And so, it so it's like, also it's like is Liam dumb? Hemsworth getting punched. And like okay, how
0: far is it from China to London?
2: Oh, it doesn't matter. They have space rocket ships. They got, no, they've got space. No, I'm just saying because ships. that ship Cold is 3,000
0: miles long. And it right. parks. Well, from... Does
2: it park on America, Ryan? It's America.
0: No, I'm talking about the distance from China oh, okay. to England. I don't know. It's yeah, like, it's longer than three thousand fucking miles, is what I'm saying. Well,
2: but it picks up. It it's moving. It parks over over the over the ocean. Like one prong
0: it, is in China. One prong is in. Great Britain and the other prongs one, in the middle pong, of the Atlantic Ocean one that prong fucks is... with everything except for the one fucking boat that's still there that can magically see how far it is from the Earth's molten core <laughs> by well, feet and
2: by time. And Jeff Goldblum's bad And one prong also lands directly behind the White House and stops and doesn't knock over the White House. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. The ship is, is irregularly huge. But did you see the Burj Khalifa fall on London? Who cares? I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't care. Yeah. It wasn't impressive how long <laughs> it was the bird. like it was, you could still tell it was the Burj Khalifa. Yeah. Yeah. It that didn't
5: fall dumb. apart in the sky like I should have.
2: No. Well, cause it became a, it's, Brad, you don't know anything about gravity?
5: No,
0: yeah, I don't. And the way that I mean, it, turns, the it turns sure does. <laughs> It turns on and off? I've, I I seriously, was I've was never Alfonso been so mad in a movie in gravity. so long. <laughs> I'm like, I'm trying to get into it. I'm like, oh, Jeff Goldblum's here. Maybe I'll start liking this film. Yeah. You know?
2: Jeff Goldblum had some, some kind of charming lines. There were a couple of times... Well, they're around. playing like, up,
0: like, his... Uh, I'm Jeff Goldblum. I say weird stuff. Yeah. Hey, that passes for good in this movie. We have used the alien technology over the last 20 years to better our world. Great speech. Thanks for telling us what's happened in the last 20 years. So did they have actual Robert Loggia in that scene, or I did they put his face on a...
2: I can't tell. If they CG'd Robert Loggia onto dead. some dude... Yeah, but was he dead when they made this movie? Yes. Because didn't uh, he die last he year? Yeah, he's been dead for a while. But, like, two years? or Then I'm uncomfortable with the fact that Robert Loja's in this movie. Like, if he was super dead, and hadn't... If he signed up for the movie and died, like, in production, I'm okay with it. You know, we have a thing if called he,
5: MDB. I know. Well, if you got to look at the production right don't, I
2: don't need your sass right now. <laughs> um, right, yeah. I mean, that's the thing. It's like, when were they producing it? If he died last year, then I'm cool with it. Yeah. If he died in 2014, ooh, why did you bring a man back from the dead? He died last year. We didn't? Okay, all right. Then I'm okay with it. last
3: year in December. Oh,
2: well, so, then yeah, he was totally alive. It. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it, And it only looks like CG because... Everything around him is CG. Oh
5: my god. So much <laughs> So much green screen environment yeah. stuff.
4: Yeah.
2: So I liked the space tugboat. I thought the design for the space tugboat was cool with yeah. the big arms. I thought that was cool. And I, li- I liked the giant queen running across the salt flat. So, how did uh, Liam Hemsworth
0: know where Jeff Goldblum was?
2: Oh, dude, he called him. When? Like, yeah, on the phone. What do you
0: mean, when? Because like, he's like, get out of here. I'm flying this thing. He got a, like, then, the, then the next scene, he's with Jeff Goldblum. He
2: got a call from Jeff Goldblum on a space tugboat. Maybe they're, ta- maybe
0: they're all watching Jeff that Goldblum.
5: video. What? They're all watching the government video.
2: Yes, right, yeah, yeah. Right, that's what it was. He saw the government video, and he knew, like, ah, this is fucked up. And he's like,
0: I'm going to go hang out with Uncle Jeff, because he's close. He kept on waiting for the uh, because, the general to come oh, down to Liam Hemsworth saying, your ego's right and checks your body can't catch."
2: Because Jeff, <laughs> Liam's Hemsworth, Liam's, Liam's Hemsworth's, <laughs> Liam Hemsworth is one of the orphans Hanging out with Jeff Goldblum's dad at the end of the first movie, learning stories about the Torah, like, and so he became friends with Jeff Goldblum. Grew up knowing Jeff Goldblum, and that's how he knows. And he got, and he was like, "I'm gonna go now." How he knew that Jeff Goldblum was in a remote part of Africa that I don't know.
5: You know, I was hoping it was, <laughs> you know I was hoping it was, it was gonna be revealed it was that Liam Hensworth was like one of the three kids that Randy Quay left behind.
2: Oh, yes. I awesome. totally would have wanted those kids like, back. Yeah, yeah okay, that would have saved
5: talking. this movie. <laughs> 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 it would have added some...
3: <laughs>
2: oh, man. Yeah, yeah.
3: Something. yeah. So, by my calculations, I just kind of experienced
2: the movie... Yes. Yeah. No, I know, owe you
3: each three dollars and sixty cents, so I avoid <laughs> giving it to Roland Emmerich.
2: Um, yeah, I think that's is fair. is that appropriate. I think that's fair. Yeah, you you know everything that happens in this movie. Okay. I don't think that we missed any any essential. <sighs> well, parts. the queen has
3: her
0: own shields. Yeah, yeah. and while but I'm sorry, I'll give you an extra ten cents. <laughs> and thank you. And, and while uh, she's being attacked by her own ships and they're taking down her defenses, then she calls them all like a hive. Why did she just fucking do it while she's being attacked by her own shit? That I don't know.
2: But I like the part where Micah Monroe's flying the jet and she's gonna like- she's like gonna commit suicide and run into it. But I don't know- what I don't know is why didn't they just commit and like, she- cause you've already set up earlier that the shield's like- take a little while to go up, and so you can collide with them while they're closing. So it should have been she's flying and right before she hits it, the shield starts to come down. So like, that's when it clips her wing and maybe she like jettisons inside and like, she smacks against the queen. Like even her. Oh no, she ejects it. and like that- lands on
0: the back of the queen and pulls her tentacles and controls oh, her.
2: Oh fuck yeah! Mike and Monroe's on the back and she's, and she stole one of the cool, the, 2000 year old machetes from the other dude and she's like bah! and she like climbs and so then she she like cuts a hole in and she climbs into this suit and, and what and about Ant-Man
0: style the callback where uh, he's like do you see those look at those houses I haven't had time and then he's about to fly and she says that was such the, dog the, shit the one house on Greenbrier I don't even fucking know I don't know. give a fuck it's about probably not the there Green anymore uh, yeah <laughs>
2: uh, yeah no that was terrible it was terrible uh, the movie is
0: terrible everything about this movie is garbage
2: but I like the part where she climbs inside of the queen, like Ant Man, and then she cuts no, up. No, that didn't happen. Wait, that part didn't happen. No. Yeah, you just
5: made that up, like just now. Oh fuck! That, that was just you.
2: Well, it should have.
4: Yep.
0: Yeah. Fuck this movie. <laughs> Go see this movie.
2: That's a, yeah, I think th- I still. Ryan, I still think it's. I had a fun time with it. If you know what you're getting into, I had a fun time. I knew what I was getting it's into, and dumb it's still shit. stupid. I,
5: I just want to see the next one, where they go to the totally. alien planet.
2: Right? Yes. Oh, we're, we're like, they are, we we as humans are the heart to their captain planet.
4: Oh, man.
3: Yeah. Earth. I just realized since I was live, this was also technically a 3D performance, so I now owe you guys five bucks each.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Fair. Uh, next week, I think we're seeing the big friendly giant. Yay. I'm going to see Tarzan. I can see Tarzan too. Yeah, I'll
2: see Tarzan too. It's got Margot Robbie. I can yeah. do that.
0: She gets wet in it. I'll see it. <laughs> that's every movie she's in. Oh yeah, she's even in a bathtub in one. Yes. When he has sublime think shit. See, that's a good movie. Now get the fuck out. And I, I need to watch something to cleanse my palate from this shit. Uh, you can watch a lot of Lost.
5: I'm gonna go watch the Neon Demon.
0: Or are you gonna go tonight? Yeah. Oh man, I heard that movie shit too. It's totally. But it looks be beautiful. Shit. I was,
2: so I ran into Kendall and Steve and, and. Did they say Kendall got booed at Cannes? Yeah. yeah, So Kendall said that she, she's seen it twice now. And she said the, the press screening, a bunch of people walked out like 10 minutes into the movie. Um. Since when do you care about the opinion of the French? (laughs) Because the French are the people who should like this. That's why. This is the kind of pretentious bullshit they should like. See, I did get excited. I read
0: an interview with him today and he says, I want to do a Batgirl movie. I'm like, that'd be sweet. Yeah, as long as there's actually a plot. Yeah. Ref- Refn wants He's, to do
5: a Batgirl movie? Yeah. He is, that that'd be sweet.
2: sweet. He is such a good storyteller that it is so frustrating that his last two movies have been without any attention to story. Like, it's a shame.
0: He but yeah. I think Batgirl showing up in the Harley Quinn movie. Oh. Ooh. That'd be sweet. Did they cast her as somebody? No, I know uh you didn't read that article that I uh showed Aaron. Uh anyways, <laughs> so uh Margot Robbie is going to executive produce a Harley Quinn movie, and it's going to oh, be right, an one, yeah. all-female, like, superhero, supervillain movie, which would be awesome. I think. Oh, it Oh, in be, the Harley...
2: Sorry, I was thinking the Suicide Squad.
0: So I think it should be, like, Harley and Ivy yeah. teaming oh. up, and Batgirl has to stop them. I think that'd yeah. be sweet. Well, okay, so because I... Because there's a great animated series episode of that.
2: So <laughs> I agree with you, as long as, either in Suicide Squad or in that movie, they actually spend any time talking about the fact that, like, Harley is this, like, tragic, twisted character. I think like, they will. They, I think you've they, you've got to give me some heart.
0: Uh, they've alluded to her uh, origin in the trailers. Yeah, i I, I, think, the tra- be, I, think, I think the new trailer is awesome, I, the, I, uh, with the ballroom blitz.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I think they're good. Honestly, at this point, every time that I see one of their trailers, I just think to myself, prove it. Like, you haven't proven to me you can actually make one of these good and make me care about these characters. I agree. This is one where I I'm coming in... With actual care for one of these characters, I think David Ayer is
0: a great filmmaker. I, so I,
2: I agree, but I've argued for almost every one of these that it's WB that fucks it up and not the people who are behind it. Like I, I agree. I'm I'm afraid just because I actually care about this one, right? Like I don't care about Superman. I care about some versions of Batman. Like this is one where I really like Harley Quinn. Um, so I I want them to do a good job. You know, yep. uh, it was funny in that same article where Aaron was asking about that. Because she, she brought up, she was like, I'm a big fan of Bruce Tim," And I'm like, well, okay. Let's curb our expectations.
0: It's not going to be better
2: than Bruce Tim.
0: Yeah. Like, it's just not. Yeah, it's... Um, it's. But it, it, hopefully it'll be really fun. It's tough to do that stuff, though. I I mean, I actually think the take on the Harley Quinn character that I've seen in the trailers, I think it's fine. Yeah. Because I think she's still playful. And I th- think she's still a little crazy. And I think that's fine. I just um, want there
2: to be... I want there to be more playful than just crazy and sexy. I agree. Right? Like, I I made reference to, in my response, I was like... When there are fun jokes and it's playful, they had better be more than just "Hey, she's stealing some jewelry and making a stupid joke about oh we're bad guys." Mm-hmm. That's actually just an excuse for us to look at her ass. Like,
4: which I'm okay,
2: I'm just saying that's not that's not actually the fun character that I want from Harley yeah, Quinn. I think you know what I'm
4: saying?
0: The the way they're setting it up is I think she becomes that sure after she ditches the Joker, and I think that's when. She hears him again is yeah. why she she reverts back to... Because they've explored that in the animated series and in the comics. where right. When she's without the Joker, she's a strong, confident woman. And she can do whatever she wants. But for some reason, the Joker brings out...
2: If that's what they the do, I think that sounds great. So, fingers crossed.
0: Yep. We'll see. Cool. And they got a great actor to be the Joker. So, I think, we are, I think we'll be all right. I'm, I'm really...
2: When that first picture came out and everybody... And the internet lit on fire... I'm really liking what I see from that Joker
0: in yeah. these trailers. I think it's pretty Make cool. Make it different.
2: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Because you, you can't touch the Heath Ledger Joker. So no, you, so you sing. might as well swing as far away as you I can. Agree. I agree. I don't think you can. I think yeah. you have to. Yep. Because I don't want to see a Cesar Romero one. No. No, no, no. And I, <laughs> I know.
2: <laughs> well, I do, but not today. <laughs>
0: um, yeah.
2: Maybe in another 40 years.
0: Well, I, I'll, I'll, I like Cesar Romero and the Batman 66 stuff.
2: No, that's what I'm saying, right? Yeah. I, I wouldn't want it modern. I wouldn't yeah.
0: want it to... Yeah. I like, I like the mean Joker. Yeah, agreed. Cool. Cool. So until next week. Bye. Bye. Don't see Independence Day. Bye. Real Nerds is a Nebulous Visions multimedia production. We would also like to thank Sparks Mandrill for our music. Additional music from Ben Sounds. Thank you to Alamo Draft House. Thank you to Colorado Coins Cards and Comics and thank you for listening to the
4: Real Nerds Podcast.